And we are live. I had a badass intro planned, but StreamYard said, fuck you. So I'm going to say, fuck you to StreamYard. Woo! We are here. We still go make it happen. We still go make it happen. Why? Because we love action movies. We love talking about movies. That's right. We are going to make verses happen today on one of the biggest panels I think we've ever had. <laughs> Uh, on this show, and this is going to be a lot of fun. We're talking about two of the most badass action movies of the uh, old guard era, old school era, and something for the for the younglings. But it's not pussified. That's right, <laughs> you know. It's not PG thirteen Disney safe. Bring Jimmy. Bring bring Sally to see this action movie. No, the newest one is still pretty badass. Right? We got an old example of gun fu. We got a new example of gun fu, and we have the man, the guest with us, who actually created the term gun fu, Rick Myers. How you doing, my friend? I'm good. Like I, like I mentioned earlier, I have an entire chapter of gun fu in this book, in my book. There it is. Oh, yeah. Always a pleasure yep. having all these badasses with us tonight. That's right. The Venom Mob crew, the Avengers of the movie review team here. We got Kyle in the house. Yeah. Martial arts stunt man, that's right. Keep an eye out for Night Watch. Keep an eye out for this coming soon. Project from Kyle, that's right. And hashtag chair farts. Hashtag chair farts. That's all we do. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And we got again a pleasure. The legend, Kung Fu Santa, Rick Myers is with us. Films of Fury, his brand new book that Tony will not be buying because there's no chapter for Van Damme in it. But it's all right. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, check out the book. Years old. Yeah, check out the book. Check out the documentary. It's awesome stuff. He is he is a legend for a reason. Oh shit, we got the Asian movie enthusiast in the house. Eric, how you doing, brother? How's it going? Good. And doing we good. got and we got Rob, the legend from ETN Entertainment Talk Nation, son. And just so everybody right. knows, I'm the center square. All right. Yes. Yes. And the, the reason for that is I'm centered out because I actually didn't get to watch one of the two movies that we're talking about today. Right. But Fat Samurai guy loves me so much, he has forgiven me and allowed me to come on anyway. Yes. We, yes, I have forgiven you, but we're still all going to boo you right now. Everybody, here we go. Boo! Boo! No, that's good. We still love you. We got we, we to haze you. But no. Of course. We we know you love action movies. We got to get you on here and at least talk about action cinema. I can and, still uh, I can still talk about that first twenty minutes of the movie. It's really good. Oh sweet! <laughs> like, All right, I was into right. it. I was like, Damn. All right, okay, for hard boiled. All right, awesome. Hard boiled, yeah. And we got Sam Kinch from Brickwall Pictures up in the Heezy. He's a he's a regular sometimes on the channel talking movies. We always have a good time with Sam. That's right. And Tony of the Dead, Mister. That's right. Always a pleasure having you with us, brother. That's right. Keep an eye out for his upcoming horror film project, Night of the Axe. That's right. That's going to be coming out as well very soon. Let's like see who's that. here. Movie Dojo Army. Who's in the house? Who's in the hizzy? Who we got here? J. Call, Orlando, John Martinez. Let's start the fucking ruckus. That's right. Sexy Sumo in the house. That's right. You should be on this panel, Sexy Sumo. You should be here, my friend. That's right. We got Fet78, James, Devin Federhoff, Michael Swift, Heather Brackett, Jonathan, Omniblast, 
That's right. Everybody is here tonight. The Brothers Panda is here. Omegon32. And I skipped something. Hold on a second. Oh, all right. Lewis. All right. A brand new channel member. Yes, to the channel. Thank you, Lewis. I really appreciate the support. You are now a certified badass. Is that That's what that right. symbol is? Next to their names, does that mean they... Oh, sorry. I got rid of it. <laughs> no, I mean, like, we can see in the chat that little symbol there. Does that mean they joined up for your... your uh... Yeah, they're channel members. That's right. Wow. Yeah. I really appreciate it, Lewis. Thanks for looking That's out, man. Thanks cool. for the support of the channel. All right. Let me scroll down here. I want catch one up with you. <laughs> you can get one, my friend. <laughs> we got some love for hard-boiled already. Movie Dojo Army showing up. 33 badasses already here watching. That's how we do it. That's right. All right. And uh, Master Chaos. Uh, well, thank you, Stan. Thank you. I appreciate it. Master Chaos uh, could not be here tonight. <laughs> represent. No, you can represent Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> this is great. This is great. Oh, man, this is hilarious. Omniblast. Oh, shit. Omniblast is a member, too, now? Oh, man. I am honored. I am honored. Omni, you cheating on me? <laughs> what the fuck is this? Messed it's up, all, man. It's all right. It's all right. Oh, right. uh, I appreciate it, Omni. Thank you so much for the support. I really do. Thank you. Oh man, this is this is a lot of showing a lot of love. We got a lot of love going around, and we're going to talk about our love for what? Action movies, action cinema. That's right. You know why we're here? Versus. So we're going to go around. Rob's going to represent the action genre. He's going to talk about John Wick too. When we get, when it's his turn, uh, but his vote will not count for our panel. But if we do have a tie. Right? The movie dojo. That's right. You guys' poll vote results. I will show that to break the tie, and we'll include Rob's in that. And we'll, we'll throw in Master Chaos's too. Master Chaos picked hard-boiled. Right. And uh, Rob's only seen, you know, <laughs> John Wick Chapter 2. So John Wick Chapter 2 is Rob's pick. All right. But, yeah, we can go ahead and get into it. Get it cracking, lacking, get it started. This is, this is so much fun. All right. Here we go. <laughs> All right, give me one second here, get it going. Rick, you mentioned earlier about you had several different versions of Hard Boiled on, on DVD or Well, I have, I have several DVDs of Hard Boiled. Okay. And, yeah, that's that that was the last of, no, so I don't have different versions. Oh, okay, okay. I just have different DVDs in right. case. Okay. Other panelists have discovered the... A Dragon Dynasty Weinstein version uh, craps out and is all and crap to begin with because they they fucked with it. Oh, okay, good. I'm glad you told me that because I was actually thinking about buying it today, only because um, my Criterion Collection version isn't isn't even anamorphic widescreen. So, <laughs> so you know the picture and everything's fine for an old DVD, but it's not even anamorphic, so. It's <laughs> You know, uh, but it's still, it's, I, I love the movie, so it's still worth watching. So we'll talk later. Maybe you can help me out, Rick, to find a good version <laughs> of a VHS. Uh, of, uh, over there. VHS. Oh, that's right. Hard boil. Let's get it going. Yeah, but I watched the YouTube link that, that uh, Rick sent. <laughs> and that, that worked out pretty good? Yeah, yeah. All right, it's cool, sweet. All right. My copy of Hard Boiled was included on. Uh, the video game that John Woo made, remember Stranglehold, oh, Stranglehold that PS3 yeah. game? 
Oh, yeah, beautiful. I have the the collector's edition of Stranglehold has it's on there. It's on there. Yeah, so no that's way. how I have it. And it's like no. Blu-ray quality, so no way. I didn't even know that was a thing because yeah. I have the game. I have the game too, but not the collectors. Wow, right. how cool! How cool! So is I got that? like two bucks. Yeah. Well, hopefully, Eureka, Well Go USA, you know, eighty-eight films. Hopefully, somebody will remaster it for today's generation. Right. Today's right. on. Right. Well, has um. Oh, is that a company called uh, Hong Kong Action Rescue or something like that? You guys know about that company? Mm-mm. They yeah. might have done it already. They've been restoring I Hong Kong action movies for a while. Is there a website we can go get it? Oh, get yeah. it or? Oh yeah, hold on. Okay. Okay, cool. We'll I will we'll have to talk, discuss the website later because I need to buy some shit. Well, all the <laughs> listeners should too, as well. Yes, listeners, buy oh, some watch. shit. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's go ahead and get into hard-boiled here. Booyakasha. That's right, son. Going back. 1992 hard-boiled directed by the the amazing John Woo. That's right, starring Chow Yun-Fat as Tequila, one of the coolest badass hero names. <laughs> oh, hello. Watch out now. My, my son got, it's, it's, it's the baby from hard-boiled. Yeah. You have the baby from hard-boiled cameo right now. We, yes. we dip them in the water. That's right. <laughs> Cheyenne Fat, Tony Long, Teresa Moe, uh, our favorite Anthony Wong, and Philip Kwok, who apparently uh, he helped uh, Rick. He helped do some of the action scenes and stunt work, right? Philip Kwok did the whole thing. <coughs> right. Okay. It was very helpful in the previous movie too. Once a thief, it was so helpful there that when they got into trouble during the making of the movie, brought him back in. Oh, okay. All right. And then nice. gave him a part. Oh, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. I know. Early Mad Dog. Yeah. All right. All right, chat. All you badasses. Uh, Kung Fu Santa, the badass Rick. Uh oh. Uh, Rick, anytime you need to mute, mute your mic or handle your business, Tony, let me know. All right. Wasn't uh, I muted? No. <laughs> oh, all right. I, that, that, I thought that muted it. Sorry. No. <laughs> it was flashing, and I thought it was muted. No, no, no. All right. So was, Rick, uh, Rick's got our back. <laughs> Rick and Sam Kent's got our back. Here is the link chat. I'm sending it to you right now, where you can go buy your copy. All right. I'm going to be buying my copy as well because I need to upgrade of Hard Boiled, one of the greatest action films of all time. All right. So. We'll go ahead and how are we going to do this? We'll, we'll always leave Rick last because it's fun that way. So we'll go Kyle. Oh, we can start with me. Fuck it. Me, go all the way around to Rob and then Rick. Then we'll do that. All the way around Tony, Rob, Rick. <laughs> That's how we're doing it. All right. So, you know, I was like a huge big, well, I still am, of the old school stuff. John Woo's classics. Um, when you think of John Woo, this is the movie you think about. All right, this is him in his prime. For me, for me, this is this is this is for me. This is John Woo in his prime before he came over to America. Now he did have success in America. You know, Face Off did well. Mission Impossible Two did well. Oh, you're there, a hard target. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but. For me, personally, when I think of John Woo, I think of Hardboiled and I think of The Killer. All right? Those are two of my favorites. Out of both of them, 
I actually like the overall story of the killer more than Hard Boiled. But Hard Boiled has the act, he has the you know cranks up the action to eleven, even though that in action shootout and the killer at the end in the chapel is phenomenal. Uh, but Better Tomorrow one and two, Electric Boogaloo. You got the killer, Hard Boiled. These these are the movies I think about when I think of John Woo. Right? Uh, these are classics, and he changed the game, which Rick will go into. Uh, when we get to Rick. But I was blown away. My buddy of mine showed me this movie. I was like, what the fuck is Hard Boiled? Was it about some eggs? What the fuck, what the fuck is this? What is, why are you showing me? Can we watch something else, please? Right? But I was I was young and dumb. I was stupid, right? And my buddy showed me this, and I was just like, the, after the opening action sequence, it's fucking insanity. That opening action sequence is nuts. <laughs> that is nuts. And then, you know, we, we, we're going to get to the, you know, the, the middle section with the warehouse sequence. And you guys will probably go more into the, where, the, the, the hospital shootout at the end. I'll let you guys go into more detail. But it's insanity. And, you know, some funny moments and comedy thrown in at the end with the baby. But uh, there's some fun. It's just an overall. It scratches the fucking itch is what I'm trying to say. It's one of those movies that people. The action itch. It's like. People just think it's, they put it up on a pedestal, right? Because it's just for its time, it's kicked so much ass for the Hong Kong movie genre, all right? Now, you're not going to have Terminator 2 budget in the 90s. You're not going to have that. We're in Hong Kong, you know what I'm saying? But for in terms of action, spectacle, and just badassity, Hard Boiled delivers. It kicks ass. It takes names. I love it. It's It's... Probably my top five, maybe top three action movies of all time. I love the movie. It's badass. And I'm here to represent. Well, I pick Hard Boiled at the end. We'll get to that. <laughs> I'll leave some suspense for you guys. Yes. You might be tipping your hand. Yeah. yeah. I'll leave some suspense. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, I enjoyed Hard Boiled. Kyle, positives and negatives and ha- about Hard Boiled. Let's go. Let's see. I was Spoilers. Like, Spoilers I was chat. Sorry. Seven or eight when I finally watched it because I remember what I saw it when I was really young, and yeah. the first thing that stuck out to me was when like um, China Fat like s- stopped the first guy in the tea house and they had the gun right at his head, and I, I just remembered this image of him <laughs> spitting his toothpick out and the blood splashed across his face. I was like, that's gonna stick with me forever. And then yeah. when I finally finally started watching it and understanding who China Fat was, I was I ended up watching his whole. Almost his whole filmography after Hard Boiled. Yes. And like going from The Killer, then A Bear Tomorrow, even looking at John Woo's stuff, mostly the Hong Kong stuff, and then then finding out like, oh, he did most of this in America. (laughs) I'll appreciate Face Off, but everything else, I'll just like, yeah. (laughs) But then I started noticing like, like how Tony. Lung was in it, and even Anthony Wong, and then seeing them go yes. be in Infernal Affairs right after, almost recreating that one scene that Philip Chan and um, and Tony Lung have about like, hey, it's your birthday. Here, here's this, and then in, in in Infernal Affairs, you have Anthony Wong and and Tony Lung doing that same scene. I'm like, it's a nice callback if it was a callback, <laughs> but uh-huh. there was all those moments, and I remember like just watching it, just being enthralled in the action and just how intense every part of the gun scenes were. That it's you insanity. Feel, you feel every <laughs> squib that they had. Like, people that, that get blown, like, 
shot up in the chest, in the leg. You see those gunshots and you feel that. It's exactly like martial arts where in like the Hong Kong style martial arts films where you feel every hit to the bone and gun fu. Gun fu. You actually feel every gunshot in this film. And it is a violent gun ballet that you feel in this film. And like, I'm trying to think of like any negatives. Like, I think the, the most negative thing is barely any reloading. Any reloading uh-huh. in the film. Yes, yes. Which and, we will get. We will get to with the next movie. But yeah, yeah. But I think that's Overall. my positive, positive and nice. negatives, and I'm definitely pro hard boiled. But like, fuck it. The vote's going in now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck the suspense. Hard boiled now. All right, it's all good. Hey, it's all good. Eric, uh, before we go, before you go, Eric, uh, quick plot synopsis, my friend. Oh, actually, because I forgot to do that before, just for chat, who the people that just showed up. Spoilers, chat. But we're you know want to let you guys at least brief plot synopsis of what the movie's about, Eric. And then Eric, remind everyone why we are not doing John Wick Chapter Three, because uh-huh. leading up, I forgot to do that. So leading up to this of. Uh, awesome versus episode we got 51 badasses watching us right now i constantly got messages why we are not doing cha- uh, john uh john wick chapter three against hard-boiled it's got the, people are saying it's got a bit more action it's got more martial arts it's got a bigger body count why are you not doing that and this is the reason eric will get to the reason why just try not to spoil that because i didn't I, i've only seen the first two no, so far no no spoilers for tony so the plot for hard-boiled is a tough-as-nails cop teams up with an undercover agent to shut down a sinister mobster and his crew and i think the reason it was kind of a quick decision we made when we were talking about john wick 2 or john wick 3 and i i think it may have been rick that mentioned this first but that yeah, uh, yeah. by the end of john wick 3 he basically turns into a superhero. <laughs> so, so he's like, he's, I guess the second one is, is less outrageous maybe, or I don't, I'm not sure. Rick. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I kind of agreed with you on that. Right. I'll tell you when we get to me, I'll, I'll say why. We're okay. Talking. Okay. Good. Thank thank you, Rick. I appreciate that. But yeah, po- positives and negatives, Eric. On, yeah, I actually, uh, hard boiled. Yeah. When I first saw this movie, I knew nothing about it. So after the opening sequence, my mind was just blown already. I do, I do like the characters in this, though. I do like how, you know, <clears throat> Tony Lung really sells his character in this movie. Yeah. Like, how, uh, there's a scene, you know, obviously in the warehouse when, uh, you know, he, he has that scene with his boss and he's got to make a choice between Anthony Wong or his current crime boss. And when, when that goes down, he sells the emotion of that scene. Like, when yes. he turns around, he looks at Wong, and he just, like, smiles at him. You could tell there's, like, pain. Like, he's yeah. really hurting. He did not want to do that. So, I, uh, you know, he does a great job in this one. I mean, Anthony Wong, when I think of, like, his early 90s stuff, I think of him with, like, grungy long hair, chopping little kids' heads off with a hatchet. <laughs> so, seeing him in this movie where he's, like, kind of suave, Anthony Wong. Yeah. He's got, like, yeah. the suit. So, that was pretty neat, you know, seeing him in this again. And then, uh, yeah, Chow's you know, great in the lead role. I think uh, this also, at the beginning, near the beginning, when you hit the music in, in, near the beginning, it sounds like a James Horner vibe, like a Commando Tropical vibe at times. Did you get that? I don't, 
I don't know. I, I, I don't know if that's just oh, me, yeah. but I got a little bit of that in this. I'm like, wow, it's, it's almost like Commando a little bit of time. Yeah, here. I did think I like of Commando. That. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like Tony Lung's introduction when he's in his car and he's just yeah. like jamming. <laughs> There's a lot of good little moments in this that are outside of like the action. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, the action is just insane. I mean, I would say, you know, you get that warehouse shootout which has multiple phases. You know, you get the gangs going first, it goes down, and then you got Chow coming in after that. And I do think, I've always felt that squib use in gun battles is so important because you can see, you know, you can see the destruction in this movie and you really feel like it's it's getting pretty crazy. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think this is just, this is one of those movies that I could put in at any time and just be purely entertained from start to finish. And, uh, yeah, even, even when I first saw this with the English dub, that's, this is the same English dub crew that did Ricky O. So even, even if, you had, <laughs> if you had to watch it dubbed, you might, you might be able to get through it. So, yeah, it's, this is just a classic. Yeah, I, I highly approve of this. In terms of um, negatives, I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, maybe, I, the, I, maybe the, the non-reloading. But it's kind of part of John Woo's thing, though. That's a stick. Yeah. No reloading, goddammit. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious. I really wish Rob could have watched this whole mo- the whole film. Um, because I have a feeling when the scene, when we get to the baby, when we get to the baby scene, that's either going to make or break Rob. <laughs> Bro- Rob's going to like, what the fuck are you talking about? Rob, when you get a chance, you can watch it, watch it later and we can talk later. I'm actually watching it as we're talking about it. Okay. It's, it's all right here. It's hilarious. It's hilarious, especially when Chai, in fact, covers the... He shoots a whole bunch of dudes, covers the baby's eyes, and he's like, woo, X-rated action. <laughs> right? It's hilarious. But I was just like, because, you know, I don't know, Rob, you might be like, oh, man, what the fuck? This, the whole movie is awesome. What the hell is happening right now? What is this? So, well, it's curious. I'm curious about what... Uh, One like, quick fun Rob fact before we move on for me. No, go for it. You're the beginning, and I only noticed this uh, a few years ago. There's a cameo by a Japanese actor by the name of Jun Kunimura, who's been in a ton of, of films over the years, and he was recently in The Wailing, the Korean film. So it, 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 some people might not notice him there at the beginning in the tea house shootout, but uh, just keep your eye out for him. All right, cool. Hey. Sam, positives and negatives of Hard Boiled. Yeah, so Hard Boiled, I mean, I like John Wick, too, as well. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Hard, hard Boiled is... Easily one of the best action films ever made. I'm a huge John Woo fan in general. Um, I'm with you. Uh, the Killer and Hard Boiled are the two that are like gold standard. It's it's pretty hard to separate the two of those. Um, like I, I like Hard Target as well. I like uh, Better Tomorrow. You know. Oh Tony. Uh, oh uh, shit. Yeah, I like Hard Target. I love Hard I Target. I do too. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, anyway, yeah. So Hard Boiled is one of those movies that I saw scenes from for a very long time without ever seeing the actual movie. Like when I was, uh, you know, a lot younger and I didn't have access to the full movie, I would just watch the tea house shootout like over and over again, that opening <laughs> shootout scene or just the hospital shootout, like the, you know, the long one take or the yeah. bit with uh, the one-on-one shoot with mad dog where they're shooting through the windows at each other and stuff. And obviously insane. a warehouse shootout. I would just yeah. watch those shootouts <laughs> like on repeat when I didn't have the whole movie. And that's like a complete experience on its own. I remember being in high school. Um, 
I thought uh, that part from the TR shootout where Italian Fat like leans on the railing and he's like going down the stairs, dual wielding yeah. as he's shooting. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was yeah. the coolest thing, and I had to like recreate that in my high school film club. Doing <laughs> the railing thing. Tons of fun. Um, yeah, hard boiled. Yeah, I've seen. Yeah, there you go. That's so I've seen the whole movie probably a dozen times, but I've seen that tea house shootout like no exaggeration, probably four or five hundred times, like just on repeat. It's like a formative. <laughs> formative scene for me and my like love of cinema it's important yeah love going up starting off with a bang is exactly mm-hmm. that oh yeah. yeah oh yeah were there any nitpicky things you have on it any negative it things can get it? a little melodramatic with the okay. with the music and the the uh the drama can get a little soapy but okay it's kind of par for the course you know right. for uh that you know for just for the era for the Hong Kong action scene, a lot of the dramas would get a little soapy, but right, it's fine. It doesn't hamper the enjoyment at all. Tea house, warehouse, hospital, action set pieces. Do you have a favorite of the three? I think there's so many great moments in all three right? of them. Right? Yeah, and it's like I guess the hospital is the longest because there's like phases in the hospital. It's not like yeah. there's one shoot in the hospital. It's like there's like right. five shootouts that are all self-contained because right. like they go into the gun room. There's, uh, you know, there's like, there's motions. There's like almost an entire film that plays out in just the hospital because you yeah. have them going undercover, them going into the morgue, them finding the secret gun room. You have the, the, the whole thing with the babies, like you talked about. And then you have the SWAT guys <laughs> coming down the windows and stuff. It's just, yeah. it's crazy. It's, you it's you can get a whole movie worth of action in just the hospital sequence. But then oh, yeah. the, uh, the warehouse is probably the most like pyrotechnic, you know, there's, full-on explosions there's uh the motorcycle stuff is cool the way that um i think it's the mad dog character the way that he like rides his motorcycle through and he like dismounts oh. it with that spin and pops oh. up shooting one of the coolest oh. things ever he, committed to cinema he's on his bike yeah riding it while shooting and then he leans his bike on the ground and he slides yeah he slides he slides he, like, with the bike perfectly and, up to his yeah. feet yeah, so cool. he slides with the bike while shooting still, mm-hmm. and then spins around and shoots. And let's just remind everyone here, if you have not seen the warehouse action shootout, which is insanity, it's beautiful. It's beautifulness, okay? Uh, yeah, John Woo blows up bikes. The bikes blow up with the stuntman still on it. <laughs> this is not a dummy that's on the bike. You see the stuntman on fire. Look, look at this shot right here. Yep. Watch this. Boom. Broke the bike with the stuntman still on it. Are you fucking kidding me right now? And this happens twice. <laughs> but yeah, overall, it's it's on your top, what, top five maybe? Top, top five, top three for you, Sam? Uh- I don't know. I haven't sat down and like ranked them, but I would say it's a pretty safe bet that it's it's without a doubt in the top ten. I would say it's a pretty safe bet. It's probably in the top five, but I'd have to like sit down and crunch yeah. the numbers a little. Either. Yeah, I don't know if I've seen that anywhere else. Have you guys seen that where the the bikes blow up with the riders on it? It, it may the, have happened, but I can't off think the of top that. of my head now. <laughs> Can't remember anything All right. that compared to this movie. I think something like it happens in Hard Target. Actually, just that's another John Woo thing. I, there's a part where Van Damme is surfing on a motorcycle and he jumps it's, off and then it blows it, up. It's one of the greatest scenes ever. It's hilarious <laughs> and, and awesome at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Tony, it's your turn, my friend, and this is going to be interesting because you love Hard Target. 
you're you're familiar with a few of the American efforts of that John Woo, but mm-hmm. this is your this is your first real Hong Kong John Woo experience. Yeah, I believe it is. Even if even if you hate it, let's talk about it. Positives and negatives. <laughs> well, I definitely don't hate it. Um, yeah. What can I say? Like I said, for first go, I guess it's it's a little hard at first to like exactly know. Uh, like who was doing what like i was very confused that that guy was like undercover and all that at first i don't know what what i i guess i wasn't able to pay close attention at first uh-huh. but the tea mm-hmm. house was was really cool um i if somebody could say what was the deal with the birds like why were people bringing birds to it was that how you paid for your meal <laughs> no that that was the meal they're smuggling that guns was the meal <laughs> i, I I can answer that later. There's a reason, okay. and it's Hong Kong and Chinese. So okay, don't worry about it. I also okay. did think that they you brought your own bird and they cooked it up for you. I, I honestly <laughs> didn't know, but the, that scene was you know that was cool. I think the hospital scene is probably my favorite um, shootout, yeah. but it's long. I I could do without all, all so much baby stuff because I just in my head. <laughs> In my head, I'm just thinking those kids are their hearing is fucked. They're getting shaken around, especially hey, when hey, they, he they, put they, cotton balls in the baby's ear. Oh yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. <laughs> You're shooting a gun from three feet away. Cotton balls. It's fine. <laughs> Let alone swinging down a cable wire, and he's running with him like this. It's, that kid's that kid's brain is scrambled. <laughs> but like I don't know. I guess like, but I don't want to ruin it for. Um, Etn, but like uh, no, you, that's a fine. part he's already the, watching scenes. Well, this yeah, is the I'm part watching the baby right speak. <laughs> well, then this is like toward the end. So, but the part where he was on fire and he's trying to put himself out, I was like, really? Like, it's but, funny, but it, it was funny. But like, I think it kind of takes you out, take, took you out of the moment for a second. Okay, there. That's but fair. uh, I really, I really did like the uh, undercover guy and i would one thing i would have to say that was a negative for me was how they how mad dog got killed mm-hmm. after the whole uh, big blowout the whole movie between them i was hoping yeah. they would take him out mm-hmm. and the way he got taken out it was just like that's it that was kind of a letdown for me like i was hoping I could, he was gonna have like this that he's a the big bad guy he's even worse than the main guy the showdown yeah the showdown yeah. i thought he was gonna have like this like there's going to be like this corny line and then boom, him blow up or something. But it was just right. that, that kind of like was a letdown, but yeah, it was, it was a, it was a cool movie, cool shootout. Uh, I got to read the movie, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that was cool. Uh, yeah, it was, it was just, cool. I really liked uh, Chow Young Fat's character. He kind of has yeah. like a cocky look on his face the whole time. Like a mm-hmm. kind of look. <laughs> I like him. Um, yeah, I mean, it was cool. fun. I, I really did like it, and okay. uh, I'm looking forward to seeing other John Woo f- movies. Was cool. it my favorite of the two? We'll have to see. Cool. And I did honestly see the... Oh, go ahead. When I texted that I'm coming, I'm coming, I timed it wrong. I thought I would have at least 15 minutes until I had to get on this little live here, and then I, I ended the movie, and I looked, and it's like, 8.57! Holy shit! I'm coming! <laughs> <laughs> so, well, we, we're glad you made it. But yeah, I can see, I can see that. I can see that. What, what do you think, Eric? Kyle? Like Philip Quap deserved a better death, maybe, or was it kind of just? What do you think? 
Huh. It, it didn't it, ruin the movie. No, like it definitely did come out of nowhere, but at the same time for Phil Kwok's character to have that sort of honorable kind of thing as like, yeah, these innocent people get him out of the way so right. that me and him could continue this. And then for him to actually like have that sentimental part of just know, knowing that his boss is just heartless to kill all right. those innocent people. It, yeah, that was that was fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> and all right. It, oh good. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I would say. Okay. Rick, the legend. Oh. oh. It is your turn, my friend. Oh, I'm just kidding. Oh, wait, Rob. Rob's, no. Rob can at least, Rob can it'll at least be brief. talk about... It, it'll be brief. He can at least talk about oh. the beginning. I, and this, you know, I was very much ready to... Because to, I even did a little bit of homework on the movie. I learned that this was actually John Woo's last film before going to Hollywood yep. in China. And that uh, one of the reasons... One of his reasons he made this film was to counter some of the criticism he was getting from always making films that were gangster related or gangster favorable. So I thought that was really cool. And I was, I'm definitely going to watch this movie because I actually love Chow Yun-Fat. Not yeah. only because Woo! I love Chow Yun-Fat, not only because he's a great action hero, but he is actually a very good actor. He's yes. actually an excellent actor. So, so like I said, I've only seen now we're like 30 minutes in, but I'm into it. The first 20 minutes, man, uh, that, that tea house scene, I was like, oh, I'm liking this. He's stuck. I love action movies that just started right away with the with the the action and it gets going. So yeah. I, I'm I'm disappointed I didn't get to finish it before the stream, but I gotta say I'm looking forward to watching the rest of it. Hey, I'm happy you're all you're you're all in at least. You know? Mm-hmm. So I'm happy. All right, Rick. Now me. Okay. Yes. Well, uh after last week's verses, we were discussing uh they Gang asked me what movie we should fit against Hard Boiled because I'm, I am the guy who may have coined the phrase Gun Fu. I have an entire Gun Fu chapter in my 2011 book, Films of Fury. And there's also a uh, Gun Fu section in the Films of Fury documentary on Amazon Prime. And uh, I went through a bunch. And there were, we were thinking of maybe fitting the John Woo versus another John Woo, or a John Woo versus a John Woo fight, aka Ringo Lamb, with full contact or something like that. But ultimately, I strongly suggested John Wick two, specifically two, because of the three, I feel two is the most balanced, because we're dealing with a Hong Kong movie and hard boiled. Hong Kong and China and Kung Fu is all about the yin-yang symbol. If you took the last half of John Wick 2 and put it together with the first half of John Wick 3, you'd have a perfect movie. (laughs) The problem with the end of John Wick 3 is that he becomes... He, get, he takes so much, he takes enough abuse to kill several countries. <laughs> Not human beings, entire armies would be wiped out by the amount of abuse <laughs> at the end of the film. Also, the film becomes repetitive. The first half of John Wick 3, I will hit against anything. In terms of my favorite half movies, that's my favorite half movie. However, of all three, yeah, at the end of, the, of John Wick 3, spoiler alert, he well, shot 
point blank in the chest. He likes hard target better than hard oil. All I heard was hard target. And I assume the rest was amazing. So much abuse. He, he gets shot in the chest. He goes off at 15. I checked. He comes 15 stories tall. He goes off the top of the building. He doesn't just hit the ground. He doesn't fall onto a bunch of matches. He hits a steel fire escape. <laughs> then hits again. He go into a dumpster, which is filled with, you know, Garbage and, and thrown out my pillows, go right into the street, and he's still alive. At that point, he has become, in my estimation, and I talk a lot, there's a lot of movies, all the Fast and Furious movies are like this too. Everybody is not human, they're physiology free video game characters. When you die in a video game, you blip out and then you blip back on. And video Three games five. can understand that. But me, as a film lover, I just go, this guy isn't human anymore. He's not credible as a person. So the big trick for me between Marvel and DC, having seen their four-hour Justice League, is simple. I care about the Marvel characters. They make me care. I don't care about the DC characters as much as I love them. As much as I right. love, you know, because I grew up with Superman, I was on the set of the night of the Christopher Reeve for a month of the Christopher Reeve Superman, and I love Michael Keaton's Batman. I love them, but the new, all the new guys, they're physiology-free video game characters. You, you, you're making you, you, you're making Rob so happy right now. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with everything he is saying. He is my new hero. It's not, it's not, you know, the Marvel superheroes and the DC superheroes are the same in that they really can't die and they can take all this abuse. That's understandable. But the Marvel characters are made to care. Therefore, I mean, you're made to care about them. They're human beings. They're not physiology-free video game characters. And as such, I get involved and invested in their stories. Not true with the latest DC stuff. So, back to Hard Boiled. Hard Boiled is close to a video game. But the thing that Chow Yun-Fat does, and has always done, and it's something I've, speak, I've asked him directly about, which is that every time he pulls the trigger, every time uh, Bruce Willis in Die Hard 1 and 2, but not in 3... Or four or five or eight or whatever. <laughs> Every time they pull the trigger, watch. You should see two emotions fighting for control. Fear and power. When they pull the trigger, you can see them feel the power, but they can also see the effort it takes to shoot. It also sees the fear. Now, let's go back. First of all, hard. Let's. I'll talk hard-boiled. Hard-boiled is incredibly influential as a cop movie. The killer is extremely influential. Without the killer, no John Wick. Without Hard Boiled, 
doesn't have a soul. He's still, he still he is playing a cop. He was absolutely right. John Woo decided to do before he left Hong Kong. And you have to understand that uh, John Woo was going through an enormous amount of, a lot of pressure. Everybody in Hong Kong was at that time. Nobody knew what was going to happen. Now we know what, what everybody mm-hmm. feared what has happened, was going to happen. And of course, China, you know, <clears throat> there's no question about that. So we decided to do a, a, a homage to cops rather than to triad gangsters, especially one of the reasons all his previous films were about triad gangsters is that the triad gangsters controlled the Hong Kong film in that era. So if you suddenly did an homage to cops, you you could be beaten up. I mean, again, uh, Samuel Hung told me this story that uh, Anita Moy was in his club, in his nightclub, and a, a triad producer, because they were all produce all the producers were triad in this certain era, goes up to Anita Moy and asks her to be in his next film. And she says, oh, thank you very much for asking. I really look forward to considering it. Please call my agent tomorrow, because they're in a club. The triad producer slaps her across the face. What? Knocks her off her chair. You've heard you've oh. seen Jimmy Cagney movies. You've seen Humphrey Bogart movies. You've seen yeah. how mobsters behave. Well, the triad were in total control of the film. That's the year that Jet. That's the era that Jet Li. Oh, I'll tell you this story. You'll love this story. <laughs> Jet Li went back to China for the first time since leaving it to, in quotes, divorce his divorce his wife so he could marry the glorious woman he's now married to. But he did that during that period because still astonishing. I, I'm still not sure this story is true, but I believe it. John uh, Jet Li's agent was considered one of the worst of the triad producers. Oh, he was yikes. anything you could run, he ran. Flesh, drugs, guns, whatever. That was Jet Li's agent. And Jet Li's agent was shot point blank in the head in the elevator of his company. Yikes. It didn't kill him. Wow. He went to the hospital. And the next morning, they found him dead. Wow. However, they had to figure out what did kill him and what did kill him was a second bullet shot into the hole the first bullet made. What? caliber bullet. Because the first one was a twenty-two. Twenty-twos mm. yeah. will jumble around your head. Yeah, you, that's why mobsters, you know, shoot shoot you the back of the head with a twenty-two. You know, they put it right against. Anyway. This is the kind of stuff I research for all my novels. But in any case, right, and this, right. by the way, oh, yeah, I just want to remind everybody, so last week, I'm going to do another fashion show. <laughs> fashion show. Fashion show. I didn't think I had a lot of gun clothing, but it turns out I do, because this is my latest novel, and you can see the gun over here. Love it. We'll see nice. more stuff later on in the evening. Now, so <laughs> Boyle, nothing else follows. It's incredibly influential. If, yeah. If you, one of the greatest of the gun, and I should have done this actually. This would have been a, a bigger fight. 
I should have chosen one of the better Johnny Toe movies. Mm, right. Against Hard Boiled. The Johnny Toe is an artist. John Woo is a craftsman. Yeah. And uh, so if I cho- there's a Johnny, one of the last of the Johnny Toe movies, the most recent one, is a movie called Three. If you haven't seen it, strongly recommend it. Oh, I have it on DVD, but I haven't watched it yet. Oh, my God. Watch Looking it. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Conversation because there's, at the end of the movie, there is an awesome Johnny Toe homage to Hard Boiled. Oh, mm. so, I'm the top of my watch list. Yep. I'm sold. A hospital battle scene at the end of that movie, and we we were just laughing. You know, Frank Jang from Tai Sang Video and I were just laughing our heads off. We showed it twice at the San Diego Comic Con. Just that sequence. At the end, a couple of times I've done that at the Kung Fu Extravaganza at San Diego Comic Con. I'll I'll finish the sequence, then I'll look at the audience, go. Want to see it again? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing sequence in three. Most it's very. It's, the rest of the movie is pretty weird, but that ending is. Really <laughs> I another, like uh, Exiled. Another huge influence has any has everybody here seen Fast and Furious Seven? Uh, yes, I think that's the yes. last one I saw. Well, I think it is the <laughs> most recent one. There's a fight on the plane. With, with the great, you know, uh, why am I blanking on his name? I'm like on my podcast. I always blank on the name. Jason Statham. I love Fast and Furious. I love, well, no, it may not be, actually may not be Fast and Furious. It may be the uh, Hobbs and Shaw movie. Okay. Pretty, yeah, it's the Hobbs and Shaw movie. Okay. Because Hobbs and Shaw is awesome because it's, it's you know, it's a, um, it's a, it's a gladiator. It's a, a video game gladiator, which is The Rock versus the martial <laughs> art guy. Which is Jason Statham, and they and they they literally go from scene to scene, playing one uh, uh, one doing uh, peplum, one's doing a uh, you know Son of Hercules movie, and the other guy's doing a, a martial art movie. But there's a fight on the plane where he's protecting a baby in a carrier, and it's he might as, <laughs> might as well turn to the screen. And if you haven't seen Hobbs and Shaw, again, watch that sequence as well. He, Jason Statham might as well have turned to the camera and went, "Hard boiled, hello, hard boiled. <laughs> That's why I'm doing this. This is, this is a tribute to you, hard boiled." <laughs> yeah, he even he even you know takes care of the kids' ears and does the same sort of stuff. And by the way, that sequence background information back that sequence was an homage to the fact that the original plot of Hard Boiled was tequila versus a child poisoner played by Tony Long. Oh, wow. Yeah. They were a totally different movie. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it was a movie that virtually everybody except John Woo said, there is no way you're making that movie. We do not. You know, because basically it was John Woo's message for his fear about what was coming up when the Chinese took over Hong Kong. But John Woo, it's extreme. So, right, 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 right. He's just incredibly religious, John. The fact that he's doing all these gun movies is always amazing to me because he's so soft-spoken and quiet and caring. But when, yeah. but he's Jekyll and Hyde when he gets a camera in his hand, boy. No. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, in terms of kung fu drama, it's I don't think of it as soapy. It's not soapy. What it is is operatic. 
not melodramatic, it's not soapy, it's operatic. And it's funny, Frank Jang from Tai Sang Video, he loves opera. And he's taken me to a bunch of operas and I've gone to it. And so I completely see that in Hong And also, all of Hong Kong entertainment is based on Peking opera. Before there was television, before there was theater, right. there was Peking right. opera. So mm-hmm. again, the drama, if you, I don't know, has anybody else seen Peking opera or Taiwanese opera? Yes. Mm-hmm. And you can see the way they, they have the masks, they behave in a certain way. They're very dramatic. But, you know, in America, of course, we understand that kind of thing. It's soap opera. But this is Peking right. opera or Taiwanese opera. Right. Especially since Philip Kwok, who was the, the, the action guy on this movie, he was, he was trained in an, a Taiwanese opera school. He was one of the Taiwan boys for Chang Che. So, yes, this is very much, if you understand, especially Asian opera, yeah, it's, it's operatic stuff. So yeah, I hate this movie. It was horrible. <laughs> we should have we should have went hard target, John Wick too, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, that would have been fun. <laughs> because what's the difference between Dalian Fat and and Jean Claude Van Damme? What? One is an actor. Oh. 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 <laughs> Professional actor. I've met Jean Claude. I like Jean Claude, but even he will admit that he's a performer. He's not an actor. Without Arnold Schwarzenegger, he wouldn't know. Would he? He'll tell you this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wouldn't know what to do. He copies. And he's gotten over his ego to a certain degree, but there was a period of time he constantly sabotaged himself. But no, there's no, there's no comparison between Van Damme. I mean, Van Damme <laughs> is the George Lazenby <laughs> of martial art movies. But he wears sick underwear. Yeah. That's a great line. He was split like nobody's business. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you can't, without, you know, that's why he wasn't on the cover of the book because he's never made a great movie. My he's balls are doing that right now. You know what? It's all good. Yeah, it's all Rick, good. Rick, Rick, Rick is Rick is uh, you know breaking it down. But now we can go giving giving us the knowledge. What my balls are doing right now? They're breaking it down. <laughs> what a tragedy! We can also talk about because I've talked to John Wu about what Ben Dam did to him on Hard Time. I talked to Ringo Lamb about what John Claude did. Cover your ears, Tony. Cover your ears. About what Van Damme did on his two movies. So yeah, I can't. It's very difficult for me. I mean, I appreciate that you love him. Someday you gotta tell me why. At the same time, I also know the terrible. That's a that's a that's a whole other stream. Wow. That was that was one of the best ones he did, but. No thanks to him. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Time to move on. Okay. Let's move on. Let's go. (laughs) As as entertaining as this is, the back and forth with these guys, this is hilarious. While he's changing there. What back and forth? (laughs) What back and forth? (laughs) All right. 
Let me see here we got. But yeah, overall, Hard Boiled is fantastic. Even with the baby scene. <laughs> but yeah. The baby scene is part of what makes it fantastic. Yeah. I don't think you got to make excuses for it. Yeah. Badassity abounds. It's just, it's too much. It's too much badass to contain. I love it. And okay. now. Wait a minute. I got to interrupt. Okay. Okay. This is Chow Yun Fat. He doesn't do badass. He does great ass. That's right. Great ass. <laughs> what badass, what badassers do is posture. They posture. They fake it. And they pretend that guns are and killing people. That's what it. What badassers do is that uh-huh. they show real emotion. They show pain. Yeah. They show fear. Yeah. They show power. Uh-huh. Yeah. Not a badass. He's a great ass. Great and ass. I, and Every- I love great ass. <laughs> I just want to say that real quick. All right. Well, he's bloops. Yes. Oops. All right. So while we're getting ready for the this is this is too much fun. This is too much fun. All right. Let's go on to John Wick Two, Chapter Two, Electric Boogaloo. All right. Came out in 2017. Directed by Chad Stalski. That's right. Di- starring Keanu Reeves, Ian McShane, Common. That's right. We get some Lawrence Fishburne up in here. A lot of badasses in here. A lot of Lance fun. Reddick. They're badasses, yes. They're badass. Plot synopsis. After returning to the criminal underworld to repay a debt, John Wick discovers that a large bounty has been put on his life. Yes. Now, with me, uh, I remember when I saw trailers for the first John Wick movie, and I was like, oh, Keanu Reeves is doing another action film. And I, and the trailer didn't wow me at all. And I remember my buddy, me and my buddy, were we were literally bored. We were like, hey, let's go, let's go out and go to the movie. Uh, some Keanu Reeves, some Keanu Reeves throwaway action flick. Let's go check it out. We sat down, and we had extremely low expectations for the first John Wick movie. And once the gun foo started, there was something different about it to me and my friend that were watching. It was very different. It was very tactical-based. Very tactical-based. And at that time, I wasn't expecting anything like that. And at the time, I, it kind of like blew me away. And I was just like, I've never seen this before. It's very interesting, this tactical style gunplay. And we ended up really liking the movie. And we were like, man, never judge a book by its cover. But those early trailers for John Wick were not great. They were not great. Rick? There's a reason. Oh, okay. We'll get to that. We'll get the backstory when we get to Rick. But yeah, really liked it. It was the sleeper hit uh, of that year. And when John Wick 2 came out, we were like, oh, we got to go see this. Me and Lady Fat Blood, we ran to the theater, saw it. And we're just, it, it scratched the fucking itch. In terms of the action, it completely blows away the first movie. There's no comparison. There's no comparison. It completely blows away. And that was one of my pet peeves, as much as I liked the first movie, that end fight he had with the main villain was garbage. Yeah. That was it's terrible. definitely the worst part of the movie. That was terrible. It was just like the movie just kept building and building and building. And I was like, yeah. oh, I can't wait. And then, oh, we... He just walks in, kills the one, his target, and then, oh, okay, I'm done with that schmuck. Oh, I'm going to have this lame fight with this old dude in the rain. Yeah. It was so underwhelming, but we still like the movie. We still, I'm still buying it, right? Because there was something different about it. 
you know. And uh, the second one, man, really, really kicked our asses. We were not expecting it to be that exciting and that entertaining. Uh, negatives, uh, I would probably have to say kind of similar to John Wick. I mean, you guys may disagree with me, but the fight with Ruby Rose fucking sucked. That was lame, and they kept building up. They kept building up her character throughout the movie. All these scenes where they would lock eyes, and she's like, "You just wait. You're mine. Your great ass is mine." You know. <laughs> and they finally fight, and the fight's like ten seconds, and it was lame. And I was okay, like, so "What? Really?" It is too short. I like what is there, though. I think it's a really cool fight. It's just, too, it's just too damn short. Is the problem it's, with it? I it's think the better. choreography in that moment, yeah. it's really slick. I like the way that um, – here's some behind-the-scenes info on that. The, uh, the stunt woman for Ruby Rose is Chad Stahelski's wife. So that's oh, pretty shit. cool. That's yeah. cool. So, right. Yeah. And, but, and you know, there's some really great stunt work. The way she moves in that fight is very distinctive from every other fight in any of the John Wick movies. You know, she's got this, like, really flowing, spinning, like very acrobatic kind of fighting style. She's also the violinist, by the way. It's the same. Uh, oh, that's also okay. his wife in that moment. Yeah. And she fights very differently in both of them. So I think she deserves nice. some extra credit. But yeah, I like oh. that. I like the Ruby Rose fight. It's just, it is, it's way too short though for how much. It's definitely, it, I agree with you. It's definitely better than the first fight scene, but uh, from the first movie, I mean, the end fight scene oh, from yeah, the first yeah. movie, it's definitely way better than old man fight. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's definitely, definitely better than that. I still was like, eh. It still was kind of, you know, when he gets to that in action, when he gets to the final battle, when he goes in there, guns are blazing, I was like, action boner! And then when it got to Ruby Rose, oh, there it goes. I need some pills. <laughs> Can somebody give me some pills, please? There's a uh, reason for that, too. Okay. I can't wait to hear it. But, yeah, in comparison to the first fight, I agree. It is better. Oh, hold on. We got a super chat here. Hold on a second. All right. I'm clicking on it. There we go. Trey Doe, what's going on, brother? Thanks for the donation. You know you're really full of shit. There's the John Hard Boiled for the win. I have five copies. There you go. Trey Doe has got five copies of Hard Boiled. <laughs> Representing. All right. Yeah. Love. I love this movie. I have, and I, I really enjoyed the third film, too, even though he did turn into a cartoon character at the end. No spoilers for Tony. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, but I have a, you know, my boy Nien Lusik from Germany actually got me like this. He kind of put, we kind of put it together. He sent me like this John Wick, uh, like the coins, the pencils, like all this memorabilia. I have it framed over here. So I'm a fan. If they make John Wick 35, I'm going to watch it. You know, I'm, I'm going to pay, I'm going to be there in line to watch it. Um, I want to get killed by John Wick in one of the right? so bad. I want to be yes! one of the guys that gets shot in the head so bad. Yes. Run in, get killed, get stabbed with the pencil. I, know. Right now. I would that's, pay money to, be, to get shot in the head in one, of the, <laughs> in one of the four and five that are being made right now. Yeah, but overall, I just, oh, my favorite part of the movie, believe it or not, well, my favorite action scene of the movie is the catacombs shootout underground. That's my favorite action sequence out of the whole film. Um, but the, the, the ending. I mean, like after the after the ten second fight with Ruby Rose, the ending leading to you don't know what's gonna happen next, and he's running out there. He's slowly like limping because he's injured, and he's rolling, he's walking fast, and then he's running with his dog, and you don't know how it's gonna end because everyone's getting the word on their phones that you know, ex what is it uh, what is it called ex, ex, uh, ex- uh, that's been it's out in the street. 
Everyone gonna go after him. And it's just the sense of, holy shit, what's gonna happen next? I love that ending. That Stuff like that makes you want to watch the sequel right away. And I, I just love stuff like that. So I can't really, as of right now, uh, I already talked about my negatives. I can't really think of anything else as of right now. But uh, Kyle, John Wick, like, two. I remember when the first one came out was like in 2014. And then it, it's exactly how you kind of felt like a friend and I, we were just like, we should go watch this. But we watched the late viewing of it. And we had so much fun because it was a nice throwback to the 80s and 90s like action action genre just like you know what no one cares this is just how it is and i like it <laughs> and then i remember the second one coming out and i just remember first watching it going why does this feel like the raid 2 in a sense of here's everything but yet here's a bit more of the story now since the scope is much more wider and you get to understand who john wick is and how he actually helped out the Russian the Russians get to be where they are because the, the this Italian guy who's part of the, the huge council now is like, yep, I want to call in my favor. And it's like, okay, I can see where this is going. And then it gets deeper and deeper to the point where, okay, we don't we don't we don't need you anymore. And I was like, okay, this this is where it's gonna go. And it got to the point where I had to watch it like so many times to realize how come I can't turn my brain off anymore? Like I, I want to enjoy the action, but then at the same time, like, oh no, it's, oh no, it's going back to the film, film, uh, film class kind of feeling of like, I'm not enjoying this as as I uh -oh. should anymore. Uh oh, uh oh, oh no, oh, and, no. all right, that's all right, and, all right. And this is no disrespect to 8711, which is the director and his whole team that build all the action. They're really good at what they do. Like, the fact that 8711 action design does almost every Hollywood film, especially, like, like the new Matrix film that's coming out soon. And here it's like they did everything to make sure that the action and the... I think, Rick, you said the term is gunjitsu of what John Wick does in this whole film. And it that's when it started teetering of, like, when we were talking about how it goes into that cartoonish moment. I'm seeing him get hit by cars. I'm going, he got hit by a car there. How is he still standing? And then on top of that, when he has one guy in a headlock, or like, and almost in a triangle choke, shooting a guy in the head, I'm going, how does he have that much precision right now? Especially he, he's Baba he's Yaga. Baba Yada. Yeah. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, you did that at the same is. time, that's Tony. The wow. That, that's the thing. I know he's Baba Yaga. That's the thing. I'm just going, but that's where I couldn't turn my brain off anymore. I was like, I can't turn my brain off. I don't know why. And But I will appreciate it. We finally get to see what he does with a pencil. The fact yes. that we always hear from everyone going, I once saw him go inside a club and kill three men with a pencil. And the other guys are like, yes, we heard the story. And they finally does it. He finally does it. I was like, finally, we get to see him kill someone with a pencil. Yes. That's great. It's Sam's, this is Sam's next starring role. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right here. Oh, that would make me so happy. <laughs> me too. Uh, Throw me in there. I'll be the other guy that gets it on the other side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'll be the one that gets stabbed I mean, in the eyeball. I'll be the one yeah, that gets stabbed in yeah, the eyeball. Yeah, I'll take it. And I will state, like, during, like, I remember watching in the theater with a former friend. We, we were watching the final fight with Ruby Rose and John Wick. He immediately said, Bruce Lee. And I was like, yep, there's a throwback to Bruce Lee's Enter the Dragon with the mirrors. And 
it was really nice how it was well done, especially like how it was shot. And that like I really like the ending of just that unknowing of because he shoots the dude in the head. Oh, that was gangster. Right right in the continental just breaking all the rules and you're wondering what is gonna happen and the fact that like you said, uh Samurai, like everyone getting the text saying, Yep, all bets are off, you can go get him now. And he's just running off and that nice cliffhanger, that cliffhanger of him just running away and everyone just watching him for fifteen minutes, was it? Or one hour? One hour. One hour. Yeah. yeah, one hour grace before everyone could go after him. And I was like, that, that, that's what hyped me for number three, and then number three happened. But that's, that's <laughs> what causes the negative. That'll but be actually, for another video. But also the catacombs. The catacombs was the funnest part because... It's my favorite. <clears throat> every time I notice this in the film, he once he runs out, he just decks someone with a gun <laughs> to give him like a breath and then starts reloading. And then just... Pinning the guy with the shotgun chest first, and then blowing him away with the shotgun. I was like, "That's that beautiful, was so <laughs> that's fucking cool." Beautiful. But that, that's my, my opinions on the film. All right, so so your issues like you appreciate all the hard work, the cinematography, yes. the stunt, the stunt work. You mm-hmm. appreciate all of that, but, but you you like the action sequences, but some of it some of it was taking me out of it. The movie, yeah, some of it was just taking out out of it in okay. terms of just like how my brain is not like thinking realistic okay. anymore. <laughs> I don't okay. even understand that part anymore. All right, no, it's all good. This is verses. He teaches own. You know, Sam's Sam. Last time Sam was on here, his favorite movie was The Outsiders. <laughs> you know, he said, "Fuck the Warriors, fuck the Warriors." The Outsiders is the. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> There's a lot of passion for that movie. <laughs> Very passionate. <laughs> just out of curi- just out of curiosity, Rick, Iron Eagle or Top Gun? Oh, just out of curiosity, what would you pick? Top Gun. Okay, damn it, Rob. There you go. Rob, I'm this guy every minute. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we get to Eric, I think there was another super chat. Hold on a second. All right, so without spoilers, if anyone's seen this movie already, no spoilers. Have you guys heard anything on Nobody? That I'm excited for city. it. What? I'm excited as hell for it. Me too. That is, is actually filmed in my city. It is okay. not how. It all depends on how old you are. In other words, if you feel safe enough and healthy enough, it's worth going to the theaters for. But nowadays, as far as I'm concerned, I'm I have a very large TV with a wonderful sound system. Yeah, I'm happy exactly. to watch it. Exactly. Huh? Yeah, that's all I want to do. It. I'm going to rush to get back to a theater. It's worth seeing. Period. It's very much worth seeing. Oh, nice, nice. You have the you have the blessing from Rick, so there you go. I hope this one does well financially because the director Ilya Neischuler, his previous film, which I thought was excellent, it did horribly box office wise and critically. So if oh, this one bombs okay. too, then I'm a little worried for that guy's career, and I really oh. want him to have a big career because I think he's one of the best, like up and comer ish action directors. He did a uh, Hardcore Henry, which I love. Oh, it, it oh, seemed like everyone hated it. It seemed I, it, that it was got fun. it got oh, panned by critics. Was, it, it, it was, was a huge say. financial failure. That was a very really? unique movie. That was great. I thought it was, it was, yeah, it was fantastic. It was one of my favorites of the year, but it did very poorly box office yeah, wise. So I hope nobody does well enough to ensure this guy a long career because I think he deserves it. 
as long as he doesn't do this all in one shot or from all point of view, he should be fine. (laughs) It's not his talent, but it's his decision, just like the decision that they recently did for Crazy Samurai Musashi 400. You don't. You want to make a movie. You don't want to make a gimmick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, thank you. The uh, you know I, I love Tak Sakaguchi. I do. I, I love that guy. He's ba- he's a he's, is he a badass or great ass great ass Rick. <laughs> he's he's in the middle. He's both. Okay. Okay. I yeah, know. He, Tak, he, I know Tak very well. I mean, I wasn't yeah. happy with Crazy Samurai. The, the sword yeah. is one of the films that we have to do soon. But be that yeah. as anyway. Yeah, I really. Yeah, we're, we're going to move on. But I really love that guy. He's badass. But the really? more and more, the more and more I think about that movie, I'm starting to get more angry now. Which I'm one? getting angry. Which movie? Uh, Musashi. The more oh, yeah. I think about it, I'm Go getting. I'm, Go to verse. Yeah. yeah. Then we can talk about it later. Even yeah. Death Trance. You can do Death Trance over Musashi. Yeah. 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 All right. Who's next, Eric? Yeah. Quick note. Before John Wick Chapter Two, my second favorite John Woo film is Bullet in the Head. I forgot to mention. That. Oh, that was Woo! excellent. Woo! Um, That's up there. Yeah. Woo! So John Wick Chapter Two. This one had a a, a larger budget compared to the first, and that's good for me because I'm a fan of the atmospheres, and this yeah. has a lot of nice lighting in it. You know, I like the uh, yeah. Obviously, you got the the glass. The uh, the you know in there, the windows and all that, the glass, and then in the catacombs you get like these deep blues and oranges that are kind of uh, contrasting one another. Film looks really good, and you could definitely tell the improvement in production values compared to the first one. And then uh, you know the 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 shootouts, the huge emphasis on reloading, I really like. Uh, yes. It kind of reminded me of Desperado. Remember that one with Antonio yeah, Banderas? Yeah, yeah, he's like Desperado. reloading all the time. And yeah. yeah. It's cool. I, just I like that it. a couple days ago. You'll miss yes. me. <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> yeah. So the reloading is great. I love seeing that. And you could tell Keanu, like, if you haven't seen those YouTube videos where he's on the range, have you guys seen yeah. the, yeah, man, the, the dude can, stuff? Yeah. The dude can really do it in real life, and you can tell, and that comes through in the movies. Because sometimes yeah. look he's at this, look at this shot right the, here. Yeah, he shoots the clip out. Look, look at this. Look at this mother. Look at that. Look, <laughs> yeah. at, look at that. You see that? We're gonna watch that one more time. Look, look at this. Look at this. Click, flip. Look at, look at. That's, that's good a, stuff. I love. He does this like one little... super tactical move a couple times that it's like really hard to notice, but it's it's this thing called the jacket pull draw where he's got his like. Jacket is over the holster, and to get to his holster, instead of like moving his coat aside and grabbing the gun, he will pull the other side of his jacket so that it twists away uh-huh. from it, so that he can grab it in one motion instead of having to, to do that. It's like super subtle, but it's it's really cool. He does it twice in the movie. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Broken Arrow here. Any Broken Arrow fans? Right. Broken Arrow's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the movie with Christian Slater? Yeah, yeah. John, oh, John Travolta. No, yeah. No. <laughs> it's not very good. I, I, rather watch, I think I rather it's entertaining. Possible too than watch Broken Arrow. It's, 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 I think, it's I'd, still, rather, I think wow. I'd rather find dine on broken glass. <laughs> 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 Thanks for the donation, Nate. 
it's a, uh, Broken Arrow's entertaining. You got that pistol, automatic, that automatic pistol John Travolta had was cool. But yeah, go ahead, Garrick. Yeah, so the opening scene, you know, you do get some of the car stuff. I think, I think Keanu Reeves. Tell me if I'm wrong. I think he was using a little judo in that opening scene. You know, using using some throws over the yeah, shoulder and stuff judo. like that. John Wick's all judo. Yeah, yeah. So that's that was pretty cool to see that. I like the big dude who comes up to him. He just takes his gun and shoots out his kneecaps. <laughs> that's for this. That's my part. He took it's, my part. It's great. Now, if I <laughs> now if John Wick, if I could get killed by John Wick, I'd want him to kill me with a plastic spoon. That's what I <laughs> so now this movie though after that opening it's a little soft on the action for the next half hour until you get to the midpoint That's however good. however it's a little slow in the opening half but we get one of the best kidding up sequences or preparation sequences i've seen in an action movie and this it's is my alley because when i go on vacation i like doing like high-end stuff so john mckee like goes he gets dressed up he goes out to these different places to get like his suit I like the scene where he's talking like the dude, like it's a wine bar. He's like, well, I like something uh, a little bold. And he brings out a gun and stuff. It's, I love that scene. It's fantastic. It's a great uh, Peter Serafinowicz cameo. Cameo, yeah. Uh, or just supporting role, I guess. I don't know if you like cameo. And the score of the film is good, too, especially during that scene. It keeps it moving. It's a nice little rhythmic beat. So, uh, yeah, this is uh, just really – I like. I just like this film overall. I think it's a. It's an upgrade over the first. Yeah, and oh, yeah. uh yeah, you know, the Ruby Rose fight's a little disappointing, but uh, again, this one just engages me the whole way through, which is what I really like about it. <clears throat> nice, nice. And the common fight, did you like the common fight? It was nice to see him, <clears throat> yeah, him have it's nice to see him have a rival. Yeah. Yeah. That That's was actually nice. my favorite fight in the whole movie with him in common. Well they're there shooting their guns, the, the yeah. silencers in public and nobody's yeah. that was awesome. <laughs> That's a lot Bullshit, of good stuff. awesome. <laughs> All right. This is this is this is not a spoiler, Tony. This is not a spoiler. Do you guys think it, the next John Wick movie will feature Common and Ruby Rose? Well, I was no. waiting the whole John Wick three for Common to show up. No, because technically, spent all John Wick three waiting for him. No, technically, I don't know. They're not dead. No, well, I know <laughs> Ruby Rose is dead. Ruby Rose. I was going to say I thought Ruby Rose died. No, I know Common. No, I know Common. She's alive. not dead. No, he said, "I'll see, I'll see you later," and he's like, yeah, he, "Yeah, but he pulled the knife out. That's the whole thing, right? He left the knife in common so that he would live. He pulls it out of her so that she does. She bleed out. Could be. Yeah, I'd have to rewatch it. Again. Still a mystery, though. Yeah, yeah. I'm just hoping but John yeah. Wick Four doesn't go full crank the Jason Statham movie. I'm sorry, <laughs> keep it, they keep yeah. it grounded just enough to keep it rolling. Well, they're shooting four and five at the same time, so I don't know. It's kind of. I don't know. I hope they don't run the series into the ground, you know? Mm-hmm. Are they planning on five being the, the this is it? They're shooting four and five back to back. I don't know if that's okay. supposed to be the end, but I know they fired the writer. Derek Kolstad's okay. out. Oh, I, I, want, I want John Wick to be like America's version of James Bond. They're also doing the TV so show. So I want like 27 movies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, five, five is already, it's not the last one. They'll do it as long as the public. It keeps making money. Yeah. 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 There's the Sam? Continental uh, spinoff TV show, too. Mm. I don't know if that'll be any good. Sam, it's your turn, my friend. Okay, yeah. So um, I also think that John Wick 2 is the best of the John Wick trilogy. But I agree with Rick that the first half of John Wick 3 is, like, the, the best of any of them. It's got the tightest action. The whole time between John Wick 2 and 3, I was just hoping, like, 
please start with him still on foot, figuring out what he can do in that one hour head start, right? As soon as that head start is up and he heads off to like Casablanca or whatever, that's where the movie starts losing me. And beyond the, uh, beyond him like getting too overpowered, getting like superhero, like comical levels of, you know, uh, like yeah. plot armor kind of stuff, right? Beyond that, I think the script just gets so weak. The the actual narrative structure of the third movie, mm-hmm. the, the actual like plot progression is if you really sit down and analyze it, nothing of substance happens in that movie. Everything that he works so hard for in the first half of the movie, he undoes by the end of the movie. So it's like, yeah, the action is phenomenal. And by the way, the uh, the motorcycle sword fight that they do in John Wick yeah. is a direct yeah. homage to a movie from South Korea called The Villainess, yep. which did the motorcycle sword fight much better. Uh, I agree. Check out The Villainess. Yeah. That's a great action movie. Anyway, John Wick 2. It is my favorite of the John Wick movies. Um, I'll start with the the flaws of it so I can end on a high note, I guess, because I do have some issues with it. The big thing for yeah. me is like in the first John Wick, one of the coolest elements was the world building, you know, the introduction of the Continental and the gold coins and stuff. And John Wick 2, I think they went a little too far with the world building. Uh, my main issue with it is that it feels like there's no human beings in the world anymore. It feels like every single person is an assassin or they're one of these homeless spy people. And when there's no real people in the world, it's like, well, what is an assassin anymore? If everyone's an assassin, who are they assassinating? Just other assassins? Like, it doesn't mean anything (laughs) at that point. Now it's just a world of superheroes. So it really hurts, the, especially when there's like, you know, there's the shootout in public with a silencer. It's like, it's funny, but no one noticing it's a, it is yeah. a thing, and especially yeah, yeah. like um, when they start fighting on the subway, and throughout the whole fight, there's people just like sitting reading their newspapers in the background. And stuff. Yeah, I had, an, like, I had an issue with that he, a little bit. Yeah. Or he killed the people leading up to the subway, just stabbing them. All right, right well, and they do it. Um, yeah, it happens in the third movie too, where like they're in Grand Central Station. I think he's killing people right in public there. <laughs> he like slits the guy's throat, and then they just have a conversation with like kids walking around. I, I need people running and screaming away. That adds a lot to it for me. Yeah. If this is yeah. going to do action, <laughs> no spoilers. No spoilers for Tony. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Um, but anyway, um, yeah. That's that's my really like my only real issue with the second one is I think they go a little too far with the world building. They it, it's got to stay a little more ground than I think. But the second one I think has the best shootouts of of the whole series. I think. Um, like John Wick 3 really excelled with some of the hand-to-hand stuff. Like the book fight's great. You got some good sword stuff with those two guys from the raid. You got um, Yayan Ruhayan and uh, Chep Chep. Um, those two guys have a, you know, their fight, it seems like they would be able to kill John Wick pretty easily. Is the only thing there. But uh, you guys talked about the catacomb shootout already, which is great. Yeah. But um, my favorite action sequence in the film is actually the one-on-one fight with Cassian. Not the second one where they rematch on the train. That one d- didn't do it as well for me, but the first one when they're in Italy, they tumble down those staircases. Yeah. First off, that's a hilarious way into it. But then just the proximity of their fight is so tight. Like all the knife action with the gun action, him holding the gun like under his knee and reloading as as common as as a uh, Cassian is dragging him backwards and choking himself. I, I just love the choreography of that sequence. I love the sound design, how they drop out all the music and you just hear all their like grunts of effort you hear their heavy breathing you hear the um uh, i want to say big shout out to the sound design in particular of the second one the sound design is way better than the first movie like you can tell they put more time and effort into it probably because of the upped budget but even the third one the gunshots sound so much better in the second movie than they do in the third movie the gunshots they hit so hard and they feel powerful and in the third one it just they all kind of sound the same like every gun is just like this hits the noise ceiling you know 
Second one's really good. And uh, especially like um, you mentioned the uh, when he shoots the bad guy right in the middle of the Continental. I love what they do with the sound design in that moment because they treat that particular gunshot in a completely different way than every other gunshot sound in the whole movie because this one yeah. means so much more to the plot and to the character. You know, yeah. there's like an extra little bit of echo to it. You hear the slide on the gun that time, whereas you don't hear it all the other times he fires his gun. Really great sound design details like that. And with a cameo um, by a cameo by Django. Oh right, yeah, Franco Nero and the Italian continental. Yeah. Is like, you're not here for the Pope, are you? It's Django. <laughs> that was such a good line. You're not here. Django. And um, yeah, I saw John Wick 2 opening night in theaters at like a midnight screening. And it happened to get released on my birthday. So that was a super fun surprise. I just made the whole night great. And I ended up, I actually watched it twice in a row in the theater that day. As soon as it ended, I went and got another ticket and saw it a second time. (laughs) Tons of fun. And I already liked the first John Wick movie a whole lot. Like I saw it, um, John Wick 1 was so close to being like um, one of those movies that goes straight to Redbox or straight to DVD or whatever because it was so low profile. It didn't get the, didn't get the advertising push. Um, It, you know, from a distance, it's like, you know, uh, older ish kind of actor who, had a career peak earlier on now doing an action vehicle with kind of a generic title, kind of a generic poster. It looks like all those straight to red box, straight to DVD yeah. Schwarzenegger or not Schwarzenegger, more like Van Damme. Speaking of him, he's done a lot of those Whoa. movies, Sorry, uh, all those Bruce Willis movies and <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Well, some yeah, of them are kind of fun. This kind point. Of- Nobody likes yeah. Van Damme. We get it. No, no. I like, <laughs> I like Van Damme. I'm a Van Damme like, fan. We like Van Damme, Tony. I do, too. Cyborg's my I like favorite Van Damme movie. He just All right. Actually, Pound of Flesh is one of his straight-to-DVD movies. That's kind of fun. He does a split against a moving car in that movie. That's, I remember. I've seen that one. Yeah. That. Yeah. 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 that was fun. But, <laughs> yeah, so overall, overall you, yeah. you, you just had a blast. I mean, come on. You've seen it twice overall, in one yeah. day. I love uh, how John cool Wick is too. that? I've seen it so many times. I've listened to the director's commentary for fuck's sake yeah. for all three of the John Wick movies. Huge <laughs> fan. Nice, Tony. John Wick too. Um. Well, again, this is another one that um, I just saw one time. Watched for the first time for this because the first John Wick, uh, it had so much hype and talk about it. I. I went into it like it's up here you know mm, and right. then when i watched it i was like eh, this ain't that great you know it's it's oh, good it's good but it was just so it was so hyped for me mm, so right. okay i watched i asked you sam right should i watch the first one before i watch the second one again you said yeah. yeah you probably should so i did and it was a lot better the second time i watched it cool. I, I i enjoyed it a lot more and i went nice. right right into part two and what I like about the movies is that it's, you know, he's a hitman, but it has the spy, like the, the continental. I love the continental. I love the fact that you nice. can't do anything in there, you know, yeah. like, like crime wise and that. Um, I like how it was. It, is it the second one with, uh, was Perkins? Was that the first one or the second one? First That's one. the first one. That's the first. Well, how like her, her membership is revoked and they, take her out and like that. I, I love that idea. Like, and they were going to do it. Like he thought they were going to do it in this one, but uh, I just, I really like that. I like the, nice. the, the clerk, the guy at the front desk. I, yeah, I like yeah, his character yeah. a lot. <laughs> um, what's that guy's name? Common. 
Yeah. No, no, okay. no that's Lance Reddick. Lance Reddick, uh, yeah. yeah. The one who was watching Gianna or, or Giovanna no, that, or whatever. That's all I know. That's common. common, yeah. That's common. His character oh, is really characters. cool. Yeah. I, I really like his character in this too, like, because it's like he's pretty matched with John. Like, they had a great fight. I, I like that he's got his own uh, bulletproof suit. <laughs> yeah. Like, John like pulls up the suit like, like Batman almost, like, to block the bullets. And, uh, you know, it's just cool to see like another part of the world. Um, my, I, I really enjoy, I, I like how he like aim and then he'll like turn it. And like, yeah. I do appreciate like reloading all the time. Like, you know, that's more realistic to me. Um, the pencil scene was fantastic. I loved yeah. it. That was my like favorite scene. I think in the movie that yeah, like had me going, Oh, <laughs> you know, um, negatives. Uh, I guess I would say, I would have liked that guy at the end to have a bigger kill, but I think after going through all that, this guy blowing up his house and causing all this shit, like basically like, all right, I did told you I didn't want to do this and you made me and then you screwed me over. That's what John Wick would probably do. Just like, fuck it. I don't care. Revoke me. Yeah. Kill me. I'm, I just went yeah. out of this. The guy deserves to die. And he caught, sat there all cocky, like duck fat or whatever. And then just, yeah. like, you know, and uh, so, yeah, but I agree. I agree with uh, with Brickwall, where it does feel like everybody is. There's no real people anymore. It is just everybody's a spy. Which if it, if maybe that's why they can get away with walking around shooting at each other like this, or everybody on the subway is just like yeah, you know, yeah. maybe that's why. But I I don't know I I just I I really 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 did enjoy this and I know like him getting hit by the cars it's like what the hell you know but he is the Baba Yaga or, is that what it <laughs> is Baba Yaga yeah he's Baba Yaga yeah. and and when he gets hit with the car it's just like oh my god and it's like I got a nowhere it hits him and it's like holy shit you know like you feel that impact and and the one thing that and I know Samurai and I both agree with this when we watch post-apocalyptic movies is that the hero is not completely invincible. He does get fucked up. He gets shot. He gets stabbed. You know, he gets injured. And while some of them, some of the times like uh, they don't right is like in hard boiled, they did get shot here and there, but like, it wasn't like, like John wicks, like he's limping his way out. And it's like, you know, he's using every ounce of, strength he has just to beat the fucking violin lady and who yeah that was this one right yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. i think that action sequence where it's like cross-cutting between him fighting the um the violinist and the sumo wrestler and um yeah. the pencil thing isn't that same thing i think i'm yeah. pretty sure that's a homage to the raid 2 which came out shortly before that where they have that cross-cut action sequence with uh baseball bat boy and Hammer Girl, it's edited very similarly where it's like three different fight scenes all cross cut. Huh. And and one one scene I did like uh is the sumo guy. It's like that guy's huge. He's taking him down, he shoots him in the fucking head, and he's uh, <laughs> it took two shots to the head to kill a guy. That's the toughest guy in the movie. That guy's, <laughs> that guy's two of me put together. That's how big that guy is. Yeah, he was, he was but, a big dude, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, I really, really enjoyed John Wick too. Um, I love the a- action and overtopness and stuff. But yeah. All right, cool. So you liked it, you were entertained, but you thought it was a little overhyped. No, that was the first one. 
the oh, second, they, the okay. second one I really, really enjoyed. Oh, nice, awesome, like a lot. Yeah. What you guys don't? You didn't like the hobo assassin? Come on! <laughs> oh, oh that, that was cool too. To, it's to see, it's uh, a conspiracy man. That it's was cool to see Lawrence man. Fishburne and Keanu Reeves again together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get this man a gun! <laughs> well, Lawrence Fishburne is having so much fun in that role. Oh, yeah. It's great. yeah. yeah. He, gets the, he really hams it up. It's so much fun. Oh, yeah. What did he say? He said something like, ooh, seven million on your head, huh? Woo, it's somebody's going more. to... Somebody's going Applebee's. to Applebee's. Of <laughs> <laughs> all places, Applebee's, though. <laughs> uh, Rick. Oh, me? Yes. Oh, oh no. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Rob. Rob yeah. and Rick. Man, getting no love. I saw this one. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. John Wick. I'm, I was late to the John Wick party. I, I didn't see any of them in the theaters. Um but I have grown to love this series as if it's probably like my number one favorite action series right now. Um, I do love the first one. That is my favorite because I think the story is one of the more original stories we've had in a while Um, because, you know, and a lot of people, when they tell you about the story, they don't tell you like what it really is about. It's not about him getting revenge for his dog. It's the idea that the dog was a gift from his dead wife and it had more meaning than just being a dog. And I like that as simplistic as it is, sometimes that's all you need. Um, In terms of John wick two, I will say that the movies have progressively gone down. Um, I have to definitely agree with uh, brick wall and Tony on this one. When we get to the end of John wick two and literally everyone in that fucking park is an assassin. I'm like, okay, really? Really, everyone in this fucking park's an assassin. If you take like four or five people and just kind of highlight them and turn them around, that's more believable to me. Um, so, but with that said, man, these action sequences are so much fun. The gunplay is so much fun. Uh, and Keanu Reeves, you know, look, the guy is a dreadful actor. But for some reason, oh hey, 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 hey! Oh no, he sucks. Yeah, no, no, he's a bad actor. Yeah, no, no, he's I not will a good actor. Keanu Reeves, like Tony's defending Van Damme. No, no, I, I don't know. <laughs> hey, listen, I love the guy. Okay, I love the guy, but yeah. he can't act. Yeah. I, I don't think he can act. Um, yes, he but can. in terms of, but but he's been in some of the best action movies in history, uh, and he's been in some of the more, and he's been in actually groundbreaking action movies. When The Matrix first came out, that was groundbreaking the way that was filmed. He was you mean the only good movie? The only good one, right? Yeah. Yeah, The Matrix, yeah. <laughs> and then now you get John Wick, and while the concept of Gun Fu is not new, it's actually fairly new over here, and he's been a part of that. So God bless the guy for that. I mean, he's just – and he's good at it. I mean, I'm 100% convinced when I watch him that he is John Wick, not, not Keanu Reeves. You know, uh-huh. everything he does. I, I do love the world-building and and in this particular movie, I love the fact that we did go beyond places that we saw in the first movie. I like that whole mission sequence going to Italy, uh, trying to assassinate the guy's sister, the the catacombs, as you guys were mentioning. Uh, my favorite fight scene in the whole movie was with Common. That was, you know, I love the fact that they're literally trying to kill each other, but have enough respect for their craft that when they get into the hotel, they immediately stop. Yeah, You know what I mean? That's, I mean... Yeah. You know, because so it is so good. And they're sitting there, they're actually having a drink together, you yeah. know, and I'm like, wow, this is, I mean, I yeah. just love that stuff. And, you know, as the movie progresses and goes further, you know, um, 
I thought the villain was really good too. They didn't show a lot of him. He didn't do a whole lot, but he was such a cocky motherfucker. Like you, he just you love to hate him. And when he's sitting there at the end eating the steak, and he's like, you know, a man can live here for years with this kind of menu. Pow! Right now, <laughs> it's like, whoa, man, this is great. So, and I and you do feel the weight. You do feel the weight of that gunshot at the end. You were, by this time the, the rules have been established. You saw what happened to the other lady in the hotel. I think it was in the first one yeah. when uh, when she tries to kill John while Willem Dafoe is about to snipe him. Um, you see, you you know what what the uh, consequences are if you do this. So knowing that and knowing it's the end of the movie, you're like, okay, now we're building up to something big. So yeah, John Wick is uh, is a very unique series. I do have a soft spot for the first one most of all because of the way it was told the story mm-hmm. i i like the john wick story being more smaller i don't i don't mind the 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 expeditions to other parts of the world where there are other hotels and stuff like that but i do think the ending of this movie kind of ruined that that awe and that that uh foreboding of the assassin world because yeah, when all those guys turned around and they were assassins, I'm like, and then he's running and literally everyone's phone's going off. And I'm like, really? Oh, yeah, that ma- I mean, I know there's millions of people in New York. I used to live there, but this is a little bit over the top, you know? And then mm-hmm. without spoiling anything, because I know Tony hasn't seen three yet, I just want to allude back to something uh, Kung Fu Santa said earlier about um, the ending of part three. I used to live in the Bronx, and I can tell you right, right now, my apartments, all apartments there have fire escapes, and I could hit my shin. I've hit my shin on a fire escape and nearly <laughs> break my leg. Okay, so I, I, you I get, get it. <laughs> I could just, I could just stand up right now and I'll, I'll nearly break my leg. You know, I don't yeah. even have to hit anything. Yeah, John Wick is uh, definitely a good, a lot of fun. Yeah. And, um, I, you know, I hope they kind of pick it back up. I do think it's progressively going down. But even then, man, I still love the third one uh, for a lot of the things of the movie. Yeah. Just the, the gunplay, the action is just so unique. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and Keanu Reeves is made for this kind of stuff. He's just made for that kind of stuff. So, all right. Beautiful. Rick. Can I, can I say something with Keanu Reeves' Tony. acting? Uh oh. I, I, I agree. He, 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 I think when he does like his action scenes and that, it's like, I'm thinking, wow, this guy's you know, fifty some years old. He's moving around like that, but I think that how he delivers his last line in the movie is really bad. Yeah, they come for me, I'll kill them. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's Whoa. the problem. That's that's I'll the part. Because again, I'll, I'll say kill this, um, Tony. Because I know you haven't seen part three yet. If you thought that line was delivered badly, wait till you see the certain line in in the next movie. Oh my uh, lord! I, I was like, I come know on! What you're talking about. I was like, come on, Keanu, <laughs> you're doing so good. Just put a little effort into that. I think. You know, I think. You just asked for it. Who's the better actor, Keanu or Van Damme? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is Van Damme's oh. performance in JCVD better than uh, Oh 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 Keanu and Speed? Oh. I don't know. Uh oh, he threw in JCVD oh. now. All right. Well, Keanu's better than JCVD, and I'm a JC, and I'm a John Claude fan, but Keanu's a better actor than him. I mean, Keanu you know. is no Keanu is no Chow Yun Fat, but you look no. at him in Speed, you look at him in Matrix, you look at him in John Wick, you look at him in Bill and Ted. It's all the same. Actually, Bill and Ted is probably his best acting <laughs> it performance. Is. It he's is. Great. <laughs> he's, he's great. Too, and, um, I don't know if any of you guys saw this. Three. He's a limited actor, but yeah. he's an actor. 
Yeah, yeah. He knows what his range is, though, you know? He knows yeah. how to excel in his wheelhouse. He knows his limitations. The one time he did it was when he did that Dracula remake. With yeah, oh, that, that was, was the best role ever. That, that was all of that. He was not good at that. He, he, doesn't, he can't do a British accent. I'll give you that one. But every other role. Every, like, he's great in, um, He's got a small role in the Neon Demon, and he's the best part of that movie. He's got a great extended cameo in um, Always Be My Maybe, and he's the best part of that movie. Oh, he's in he's in the new SpongeBob movie, and he's great. In oh, that yeah. Too. yeah. <laughs> Are we forgetting him as Dog Boy and Freaked? Yeah. Oh wow. I like to answer the question. No, I I, I like them both the same. He was in uh, I think Love Labor's Lost, where all's well that ends well. And he's, I could just say, I'm sorry, real quick. His voice acting is absolute trash because <laughs> I played Cyberpunk, and I'm like, God damn it, Keanu. I'm like, I've heard his voice acting in Toy Story 4. Listen to him in Toy Story 4. Yeah, Toy Story 4, man. Captain Kaboom or something. Oh, I gotta gotta see that. Or his voice acting in uh, Keanu when he played the the voice of the cat. Yeah. (laughs) I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. (laughs) Now I wanna. Anyway, all right. Now you guys get to choose which shirt. Is it the film noir shirt? Ooh. Okay. Or is okay. it the Japanese James Bond poster shirt? I say Japanese no shirt. James Bond. Japanese yeah. I like, James Bond. I like the Japanese good. James Bond one. Japanese I say James Bond. No, I say no shirt. Take it off. All right. <laughs> <laughs> more respect for you guys than to do that. <laughs> we'll play some right. sex. We'll play some sexy music for. Uh, Rick, while well, he's just well, putting he... it on, I'm not taking it off. Hold on. Oh, don't get me wrong, Dope <laughs> Jedi. I love Cyberpunk the game. It's just Keanu Reeves' voice acting is bad. Yeah, I don't. Well, I've never played it. the game, but I've watched like on Twitch, and yeah, the uh, the uh, voice is pretty bad. Okay, yeah. it's kind of like expected though. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Rick's turn. Keanu's Story turn. time. All right. Uh, let's see. Where do I start? The reason that. Many people have problems with number one, or certainly it seemed like, you know, things that had been mentioned, is that after the studio saw it, they were sure it was going to tank. Mm-hmm. So they didn't, wow. they, they didn't support it in any way. I also understand their reasoning, because when I saw it, I was a little perplexed, because they start the movie, John Wick 1, they start the movie by doing the one thing you're not supposed to do which is in a movie you're supposed to show, not say. Mm-hmm. And at the beginning of John Wick, he's the greatest assassin of all time. He's astonishing. He's amazing. He's the boogeyman. So I'm going, oh, this is going to be good. Oh, this is going to be great. And then these guys attack the house. And first of all, another bad sign for me, they're all faceless. They're all nameless. All the assassins are faceless and nameless. They don't have characters. They're just guys in masks. They just, it's like the old Benny Hill joke. They just keep on taking the one guy who shot and they put him on the end of the stuntman. (laughs) 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 But then, but John Wick does not handle them well. He handles them in a very rudimentary, very basic, very unboogeyman way. So I'm sitting in the audience going, so all right, yeah, he's retired, so he's rusty. So I'll enjoy watching him get his mojo back. Nope. It hmm. got very frustrating. He, if you watch the first battle, you watch the last battle. His approach to both battles is exactly the same. 
He never changes up any of his motive, modus operandi. He goes in, he starts shooting. And you'll notice he constantly gets captured and wounded. Constantly. And he still doesn't change. And then, and then, then I got excited because he goes back to the hotel. He calls the doctor. Hmm. Who's the doctor? The key maker. Doctor. <laughs> it's the do- is the actor who played Ugwe, the master in Kung Fu Panda. Mm. The greatest kung fu guy of all time. And as soon as he walks in, I'm going, (gasps) he's going to be tending John Wick's wounds while telling him how he should approach the next attack. Stop being such an asshole. (laughs) He goes right back to what he was doing before. Right back to it. And he... and, and the only reason he succeeded in John Wick 1 is because the script said so. Not because he learned anything or did anything different or or handled it special. So by the end of the movie, I felt like that bulldog he kidnapped. You watch the bulldog at the end of the movie, that bulldog is trying to get off the leash. <laughs> and I just sort of went... Oh, that was too bad. That could have been really, really good. But I see all these movies. I see all the action. I don't care. So John Wick 2 comes out, and I'm just like going, yay. But there was one other thing about number one which upset me, because another thing I was getting ready for, I was getting excited about, is that of all the assassins, all of them were nameless faces, characterless. They were all bullshit guys. They They were all pretending to be tough. They weren't actually tough. That's the difference between uh, when I watched The Crow for the first time, I devised the concept of the world of assholes. When you're watching a movie that takes place in the world of assholes, nobody's actually tough. They're all pretending to be tough. They're all, they're all, what are they? Say it all together with me. They're all bad. They're all bad. And if you ever actually meet a badass, they don't pretend. They don't. You don't. They don't show that guy. But the one character, the one assassin in the first one was Ms. Perkins. She was the only one with personality. She had verb. She had character. She had style. She wasn't just a nameless, faceless one. And what happens to her? Gets killed. In, in perfunctorily, in a way that ultimately she might as well have been executed off screen. There was never a confrontation between her and John Wick. And I went, what's that all about? And then I saw Ruby Rose in the second one. And I went, they have a problem with women in this movie. Maybe the director doesn't think. And I agree that a woman should not fight like a man in a movie. She should fight smart. If they're going to be effective, they shouldn't pretend that they have as much muscle mass as men do because they don't. But that's no—that's not a problem if they use their brain. But you know, so they just Chad or whoever Derek or whoever—they just decided they had a problem. With it. I mean, we can compare them to the Barry character, but and that's an improvement. Improve it, but they have a problem with women. All right. So now, basically, 
again, I make the distinction. This is not so much, this is a gun-fu movie, especially the beginning of the three. But in this movie, and this is the reason I love it, and this is why I suggested we do it, this is the greatest reloading movie ever made. <laughs> reloading is so good. It makes up for every other gun movie ever made where nobody reloads. I haven't watched it. I, I swear that if I have the time, because I have so much to watch at this point, he's as good with reloading as Jackie Chan is with disarming in Operation uh -huh. Condor 2. You want to see a great disarming movie, you watch Operation Condor 2. Fantastic one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. example of how to disarm gunmen. That was his way of dealing with guns. And again, I wish Jackie hadn't been so badly wounded in Operation Condor 1 because he would have continued pushing the action scene edge. But he, he's pretty much given up after Operation Condor 2. And Operation Condor, where he did the circular fighting to show how you could fight people who were all around you at the same time. But he disarmed everybody, which was awesome. But this is a reloading movie. And someday when I have the time, I will watch it. Because I believe the reloads are gun-specific. In other words, when he's using a certain Glock that takes 15 rounds, you watch him shoot 15 rounds, then he reloads. He's playing with another Sig Sauer or whatever. And by the way, when I was writing the Dirty Harry books, I wrote six Dirty Harry novels for Warner Books. I sh I, at that time of my life, I shot every weapon that is shootable. I mm. shot everything from handguns the sniper rifles, to briefcase guns. I know what shooting is like, so I could write about it. And so watching this movie, I was like, oh, this is that's so awesome. It is gun-specific, and it's reload-specific. And that just, thank you. So good. And he, and he did that better in many ways. I also wanted to mention, if you watch, uh, Tony, again, this is not a spoiler. I swear this is not a spoiler. But when you're watching three, just what, look at the faces on the two guys from the raid two at the end of the fight. And then look at Piano's face. And you tell me who's exhausted. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's okay. true. Yeah. yeah. A little spoilery, but not that spoilery now that you know yeah. this, which is also check the expression on the raid two guys because they're, they're sort of like going, yeah, they're, they're giving up with honor. No, they're not. You know, outside they're doing that because the script tells them they have to. <laughs> yeah, they just there's a look that they share. The two red yeah, guys yeah. look at each other and sort of like going, <laughs> anyway. So, this is but the other thing I love about two because three is a gun fu movie as well as a horse fu movie as well as a dog. <laughs> That's cool. Motorcycle fu, number yeah. <laughs> and this was also unfair. We really should have done John Wick 2. And I'm agreeing with all the guys who are listening and watching now. You're right. John Wick 3 is a gun-fu movie. John Wick 2 is a gun-jutsu, not jitsu, jutsu. Yes, yes. Jutsu is the art of swordsmanship. This is gun-jutsu. This is a samurai movie. This is clearly a lone wolf movie a Son of Black Mass movie, a Zatoichi movie. The ending especially is right out of Son of Black Mass. John Wick might as well be Sleepy Eyes of Death. Yeah. At the end of this movie, he, you know, he, and that's what happens with uh, 
Hiroshiro Nomori, son of Black Mass, Sleepy Eyes of Death. He travels the world trying to find somebody good enough to kill him. John Wick is, that's why John Wick at the end says, send him after me, I'll kill them all. And I went, samurai fucking movie, gun jutsu movie, so awesome. However, I'm going to also distinguish it from what was what was that movie, uh, the Robert Rodriguez movie that was mentioned? Desperado. 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 The one problem I have with Desperado is what Desperado created. I still think, and someday in one of my videos or one of my movies, I'm going to take this on straight on, which is kids do not walk away from an explosion in slow motion. <laughs> I wrote a script where guys, it was a satire of action movies. And at the end of these guys are walking away. The car blows up behind them. They keep walking for two more steps. Then they begin to stumble and then they fall over their backs completely covered in shrapnel. <laughs> that's why I hate Desperado because that's bullshit, man. When that thing explodes, I dare anybody who's a human being not to at least do, even if you're far enough away from it, to not do this. <laughs> you know, but they're walking away. And what and what does that make you when you walk away? <laughs> Why does that make you badass? badass. Yes, <laughs> not a great ass. Although I, got, I don't know, Summer Hikes in that movie, and you know, well, <laughs> that movie has great cinematography. Yeah, yes, I agree. Except for that. Yes. Actually, actually, Rick, going yeah. about the one uh, them walking away, I remember Batista's other movie. My spy with the little girl, with the little girl walking away from Exodus. Now she would be dead. I already, <laughs> I, on my podcast, I went after that when I reviewed My Spy. I'm going, she should have chosen another cliche. Yeah. That should have taken off the top of her head. And that, <laughs> that was a gas, that was a gasoline truck. Yeah. A gasoline <laughs> truck. Jeez. <laughs> oh, anyway, Kids so, movies. Yeah. Well, now we can't be killing the kids. <laughs> but then don't have the kids yes. walking away in slow motion. Yeah, on, yes, we can. No, I'm scared. Yes, <laughs> yes, in the movie always earns an extra point. You ever seen Game of Thrones? Right, right. Sam, right? Kids in that movie. In oh, that show. Jesus. I love kids dying in movies. The Red right, Wedding. Yep, yep. <laughs> Did anybody see Man, uh, Man of Tai Chi? Yeah, I yes. love it. I just reviewed yes. it recently, yeah. The only problem with I have with that movie is there's no Tai Chi in it. But, <laughs> but even so, that's the thing, you know, again, my issue with, with Keanu has been trained in a lot of martial arts. He hasn't done any Kung Fu. He loves Tai Chi, but he was trained in the martial art form of Tai Chi, which is not. And it's a shame because Tai Chi is is means balance. The word means balance and the symbol is the yin yang symbol. And so, you know, I felt like giving <laughs> I felt like giving Keanu a little pendant or ring or whatever with just the yang side, no yin side, because there's no balance. <laughs> he's, just doing martial arts. He's, not, he's not doing mind and body. He's just doing body. He's not doing uh, martial and healing. He's just doing martial. And Kung Fu is all of it, all six things, internal, uh, internal, external, uh, mental, physical, martial healing. That's Kung Fu, six things. Martial arts is one thing, fighting. So, I think speaking I, of uh, Man of Tai Chi, real quick, 
Yeah. Um, I've listened to the director's commentary of that one as well for when I was doing my review of it. And uh, <laughs> I cannot recommend it enough. It's the funniest director's commentary I've ever heard because wow. it sounds, because it, it's, uh, it's Keanu Reeves because he directed it too. So it's him doing it alongside Tiger Chen, who is the star of the movie. Um, Tiger Chen says like five words, the entire commentary track. And Keanu Reeves only says maybe like double that. It's it's like the quietest commentary track you'll ever hear. I'm pre- and the audio quality is gar- I'm pretty sure Keanu Keanu Reeves sounds half asleep on the commentary track, and I'm pretty sure he's like recording in a closet because like the audio quality is so messed up. And this is how a scene will go, right? A guy will go, um, "Oh, here's the uh, here's the shot where we had you uh, push the camera out of the way." And then a long pause, and he goes, "Yeah, that was uh, that was." Kind of wild, huh? <laughs> 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 that over and over again. Now, that, really, that really pissed me off about Tiger, too, because Tiger knows better. There are guys mm. in that movie who know Tai Chi and they don't do it. Yeah. It's like, all right, man. I mean, I, you know, I have to assume that somebody upstairs, hopefully not piano, said, you know, oh, the audience doesn't care about Tai Chi. And I'm just like, that's because you're not doing it right. But that's all right. All right. I think I'm done. Do you have any yeah. other questions? He was, yeah. He was so, trained in jiu-jitsu for this movie, I believe. Here's a well, question. He trained with the Machado brothers a whole lot. Right. And I, the Machado brothers are judo guys, right? Or are they jiu-jitsu? It doesn't really matter, although judo is specifically a grip-based thing. Right. I know he does a lot of the throws from judo. Yeah. yeah. But judo, judo is best not to teach, especially to actors, because... You can hurt yourself and other people so easily with judo. Jiu-jitsu is a little more like taekwondo, where if where you know you you can do it without hurting yourself too badly. With judo, I've never met I've never met a senior judo student who hasn't had partial or no use of a major joint. Oh wow! Because you spar in judo, and that's a mistake. <laughs> anyway, yes. Any questions? If in that you say in that movie, in the, there's no tai chi. Was yeah. there any eggs in hard boiled? <laughs> Actually, and you know the birds the birds had eggs. Yeah, yeah, the yeah that's true. Eggs. Oh let me explain a little bit about the birds. Oh um, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, Chinese assholes. Uh, <laughs> play in like people or their assholes in like in general. Well the the, the cats cut, the asshole cut the cats. Which <laughs> Nobby, um, uh, Chinese men specifically like to show off their. They, there was a period of history where they were really into birds, and they would have bird days in the park, and they would have special events. And you would bring your bird, and the bird is like pedigree. It was like going to a cat or a dog show. And but also they added, as the Chinese, not surprisingly, would do. They also added another layer of pretension with the cages. Mm. So, so this was this this cafe that they have the fight in the first, at the beginning of uh, Hard Boiled was about to be demolished. The whole building was about to be destroyed, and the crew heard about that and said, "Let's go in and film it." Let's. So John Woo destroyed it with all his squibs instead. Yeah. And so, so he was able to bring it in with all the this wonderful, and it was really, you know, the audience could, you know, John basically could have come in front of the camera and said to the audience, "Choose your own metaphor." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Birds in cages, just hanging throughout the whole thing. 
Mm-hmm. And, and I just realized his cliche of using doves is not in there. Yeah. In that film. <laughs> oh and by God. the way, Man of Tai Chi was called Man of Tai Chi. Hard Boiled was not called Hard Boiled Egg. <laughs> well, I, like Samurai, the first thing I think I hear hard boiled, I think I have an egg. That's why. Of course. <laughs> but, but then again, are you? I'm a. I'm wearing. You know, I have. I I have the film noir shoot. I've mm-hmm. read. He's a hard boiled cop. Film noir yeah. novel. Ever hard boiled cop. And that's where the hard boiled term came from. Mm. There we go. All right. Excellent. All right, it's voting time. I think we've covered a lot here. It is time, and uh, you guys are going to be surprised, believe it or not, what the Movie Dojo Army voted for. And it's it's really shocking, kind of. But but we'll they talk voted about, for Hard Target. We'll talk about yeah yeah. They voted for Hard Target. <laughs> you would have you would have put that on there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're gonna vote here and. Uh, if there's a tie, we will go to the Army's poll results. But let's get down to it. Here we go. Hard-boiled versus... John Wick 2. John Wick 2. <laughs> he forgot what we were talking about. No, I just I was trying to find the clip. I wanted to find the pencil clip one more time. All right. All right. Who is voting what? I'm going to start with Tony Baloney. Wow. Oh, what do we got, Tony? Uh, well, what do we got? I usually rate mine on rewatchability, and okay. like if I would want to watch it right away. And all right, as much as I enjoyed Hard Boiled, I would have to go with John Wick Two. All right, John Wick Two. Okay, Sam. Uh, okay, so it, I mean, it's it's honestly a tough call. I love both of them so much. I'm such a huge fan of the John Wick series. And like um, the action short I made, the briefcase is very clearly inspired by the whole John Wick aesthetic, the color palette and all that. I, I love John Wick, but I gotta go with Hard Boiled. I think I, you just nice. can't beat you just can't beat you know the master John Woo. Yeah. Can nice. I also say one other thing? If if this was in like HD quality, it might be a little harder vision, uh, you know, because it's you know dark. You gotta get the PS3 game stranglehold. I'm gonna look for that. I'm gonna look for that. Sexy Sumo votes for Iron Eagle. <laughs> it's on. That's, a, that's his voting there. All right, Eric. I'm going with Hard Boiled. All right. More, more consistently uh, good from start to finish. Nice, Kyle. I'm going to say hard-boiled also because as both crews and actors have done so much dedication on both films, like this is old-school action that influenced almost every like gun gun violence in every film. This this is the this is the one like hard-boiled all the way. All right. And uh for me, it's got to be hard-boiled. And and keep in mind, this is coming this is coming from a guy that has a John Wick shrine over here. Like, I have, like, movie memorabilia for John Wick, because I love these movies so much. And I'll watch Keanu Reeves when he's 155 years old, you know, limping and doing gun jutsu. Uh, and, and John Wick 
305. I'll watch them all. He can shoot a gun and balance on a cane. Right? Fuck it. They shoot him in the face. He spits the bullet back. Right? Right? He's Baba Yaga. I'll be there because it's fun. It's just fun fun and entertaining to watch those movies. I'm a huge fan. Uh, But I got to go hard-boiled. I got to go with what came first. And hard-boiled and John Woo films in general influenced even the Matrix movie. Yeah, and the, you know, it's like if I don't pick hard boiled, it's kind of like a slap in the face. Yeah, right, right, and it's just, I just, we're gonna get five billion John Wick movies, but there's only one hard boiled. Mm-hmm. You're never gonna get a hospital shootout in any other movie like the one in Hard Boiled. You're never gonna get a warehouse shootout <laughs> like the one in Hard Boiled. You're never gonna get a tea house shootout in any other movie except for the one in Hard Boiled. You're gonna get five billion John Wick movies, and I will be standing in line to with my to pay for my ticket for those. Mm-hmm. But Hard Boiled is uh, for me. Everyone's different. Hard Boiled is uh, my pick. Rick, where'd you go? Rob, I wish you I wish you could vote, my friend. It would have been fine. Right. It would have been a tough vote. It, the vote wouldn't have mattered, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> that your vote doesn't matter. It makes, just, it makes yeah. things interesting, though. All right, Rick's pick. We got a dramatic reveal. Yeah. A dramatic oh. reveal, Rick. It's my turn. It's uh-huh. your turn, my friend. I pick hard boiled. Yeah, yeah. There's the baby. There's the baby. <laughs> oh, and that's the autograph on there, right? Oh, oh, oh shit! Yeah. I that. Oh. A bullet from the production. Oh, oh, oh nice. that's beautiful. Oh, that's beautiful. You know, when Rick walked out, I thought he was handing in an absentee ballot. I had to go get it. But oh. just like last week, without Fist of Fury, there would be no Fist of Legend. Without Hard Boil, there wouldn't be John Wick. Yep. yep. And who are you voting for? As much as <laughs> he's, he's hard target, you know, I was hoping there'd be like a baby placenta or umbilical cord attached to that, too. Okay, <laughs> maybe, maybe no that'll be in another machete movie. No child was harmed in the making of there. You go, there you go. That's not even the same kid from the movie. I know it's yeah. not. It's not. I used to have that poster. I used to have it a long time ago. But that's awesome. You have an autograph and the bullet. That's so fucking yeah, cool. That's awesome. Um, now uh, my question is this. Okay. If now no spoilers, of course, but we're for okay. Tony. But if if we did include John Wick three, would anyone have changed their vote? No. 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 So okay. No. All right. Uh, I think he's hyped hard boiled up for me too much though. Uh, fun fact, Eric, what's the kill count for oh, both geez. movies? Just oh, for man. chat. No, I did not guys. confirm this myself, so I don't always trust the internet for everything. Okay. But according mm. to the internet, okay. according to the internet, what John, John Wick Tractor 2 had 128 kills. Okay. And Hard Boiled had 307. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> It's empirically oh proven that hardboiled is better. Only from one gun. Only from yeah. one gun. Yeah. <laughs> Never got reloaded. And during that whole one take sequence oh. in the hospital. But nobody's bullets were worth one million dollars a piece in hardboiled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. with a better tomorrow too. Body count. <laughs> that one we're going to Applebee's. <laughs> one shot. The, 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 the scene that was all one shot. 
They did that because they were running out of time. Mm. Yeah, I've heard that. Oh. It's the same floor, right? When the elevator doors open, yeah. they like redress the set real quick. Oh, yeah. wow. Back wow. on the same floor. Oh, 20 right. seconds. Just amazing. So yeah. we got uh, hard. We got hard people voting over here for hard boiled. Omni Blast says that's that's awesome. But here, this is gonna this is gonna blow you guys' mind. And I want to hear your theories of why the poll is the way it is. I have I have my own theory, but I want to hear just for a quick discussion before we end the video. Herpes. This is if we had a tie. If we had a tie, we would go to the Movie Dojo Army's poll results, right? To break the tie. Check this out. It was close. We almost went to it. Hard boiled got destroyed. Wow! Oh, destroyed, huh? Wow! Sixteen percent to eighty-four wow. percent destroyed. I know, I know why. I have a feeling too, but yeah, go ahead, Rick. Absence Your theory. The heart grow fun- Absence makes the heart grow fonder. I mean, the, the newer yeah. for, for most, you know, we're we're film fans or fanatics. Yeah. For most normal viewers, they go, "What's newer?" And you know, yeah. hard boiled might as might as well right. black and white. Yeah, there's probably a bunch of people voting who've only seen John Wick too and right. haven't even seen hard boiled. Well, yeah, very good point, Rick Wall. The uh, yeah. it's very hard to find hard boiled. Yeah, it has completely. Yeah, why would anyone collect physical media? You know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As much as I hate, you can't get it, you can't get it on Netflix. You can't, get it, you can't get it on Amazon Prime. You can't get hard boiled anywhere. True. What's I up, checked. Kyle? Would you say, Kyle? I, I, I just said, as much as I hate the DVD version of this one, I, I still, I still hold on to it. Better than nothing. Better than nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, director Ranjit in the house, film director. He said he would have picked uh, John Wick too. Should have been on the panel tonight, brother. We missed you here. This would have been fun. I still uh, but, really liked Hard Boiled. You know, I, 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 yeah. But the. Uh, Again, I, 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 and I would. Rick said about black and white. I was thinking that this would be really cool to watch in black and white. <laughs> you know, like I think I a lot of movies look would look not that they look better, just there's a certain thing about them if they're in black and white. I think that'd be fun to watch. That would be interesting. Yeah, yeah. Like, like how they did like Mad Max black and white cut. Yes. Would you, you believe I haven't watched that one? I haven't watched the the black and white yet. Uh, but I've I watched the other if, version so many times. If I didn't mention it earlier, Master Chaos, if he was here tonight, he would have picked Hard Boiled. So I just want to throw that out there if he was yeah. here. But this was a blast. This was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. That's right. So, Dog Soldier. That's right. Dog Soldier. Hard Target one. Dog Soldier. Hard Target. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this was a great, another great panel. Hey, Rick, we didn't, we didn't go to three hours this time. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> We, we well, need to go a, another two hours just, no, just so another we two hours? Beat, we, another two hours just so we could beat Justice League. <laughs> Rob's favorite we, movie. That's we, right. we, we, we need to do add so much more slow mo. Oh, <laughs> I will say it was it was better than the original Justice League. 2017. I, I agree with that. Oh yeah, absolutely. But, you know, but I mean, they didn't have much to improve on in terms of you know. It's like. Uh, one of the reasons we're not going to three hours is that I wasn't on the set for either of these movies. <laughs> but also, ironically, I was on on the uh, Grand Central set of uh, John Wick Three. Nice. Oh, nice. oh, yeah, yeah. And I wanted nice. to talk. I wanted to talk to the choreographer. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, didn't get. They were busy. <laughs> so today, just a quick reminder: chat, Movie Dojo Army, hanging out with us. Today's winner is.
oh, director right. of Mission Impossible 2. Oh. Yeah, no one knew that. Of, of all the <laughs> things on there. Everyone forgets about that. Don't don't talk about that movie. Shh. Did any of you I, see I, I, his, uh, watch his recent one? Did any of you see Manhunt, his recent uh, like, return to the gunfight genre? Uh, I heard it's I terrible. It did not work for me at all. I, heard I was, was so really disappointed bad. in that. Yeah, I heard it was really bad. I feel bad for him and Ongley. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. But this was great. Great panel tonight. Great versus episode. Two badass action movies going head to head. It was fun. Talking about even the loser tonight. It was fun talking about John Wick 2 because we are fans of it. And uh, we got to do this again. Uh, as of right now, I don't have it yet uh, what next week versus will be. So stay tuned, chat. Thanks again for hanging out with us, badasses. Thanks again for watching and for liking the video. Don't forget to subscribe. Actually, That's right. real quick, real quick okay. uh, Scott Samurai. I mean, I was thinking with the celebration of Godzilla versus Kong coming out next week, you should do a Godzilla versus uh, stream. Oh, no. we shall talk after we're done here. Yes, that sir. That sounds like fun. That sounds yep. like a good idea. Look at that. All right. So don't forget to subscribe to Entertainment Talk Nation. That's right. Subscribe to Rob. Subscribe to Brickwall Pictures. Support Sam. Support Eric. Subscribe to Asian Movie Enthusiasts. Follow Kyle Wong. Buy everything that Rick Myers does because it's all awesome. Buy everything. All the books, all the movies. That's right. <laughs> And it's all right, Tony. We got your back. We support you, my friend, because I like Van Damme too, damn it. Yeah, I do too. That's right. God damn it. <laughs> also, you can check out my channel on Wednesdays where it's another damn Wednesday. There you go. So subscribe to uh, Mr. Tony of the Dead. This was a lot of fun. And uh, Oh, oh, really quick. Uh, I might do a live Q&A tomorrow with some giveaways. We'll see. We will see about that if I get free. If I get free, but just a quick uh, reminder chat for the channel next week on Monday, the next episode of, is it really that bad? We are talking about the spirit. Ooh. Oh, oh, I saw that one in the theater. That's right. I've never seen on, this one on Monday. Oh. I've never seen it either. And I'm not really? familiar with the com. I'm not familiar with the comic book. So we'll see how I react to it. Yeah. You know so what I spirit, actually saw last night? Huh, Believe it or not, uh, Terminator Dark Fate. Uh, I only because okay. it was free. There you go. Time, yeah. And, uh, and your thoughts? I liked it better than I expected, but that doesn't mean it was good. <laughs> yeah, right. That's good. You like <laughs> the question is, you like, is it better like... than Salvation? Or, or Actually, is it better than Genesis? Terminator, none of, none of, to me, none of the Terminator movies are good after Judgment Day. Yeah. They should have just ended it there. Agreed. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Or so they don't just forget... found them better. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. We can do that too. Don't forget, Monday, me and Jesse will be talking about the spirit. And then Tuesday night, uh, podcast guests on the Verbal Nectar podcast, uh, the director of Beyond Skyline and Skyline. We're going to have Liam oh. O'Donnell will be here on the podcast, on the channel, on the Movie Dojo Army, hanging out with us Tuesday at 6 p.m. Pacific time. That's right. That's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, that's it. Anything else, guys? Segways? Nope. That's it. We're good. All right. Thanks again for watching, you guys. We appreciate it. And we'll see you badasses on the next one. Take care, guys. Bye-bye.